It's the North End Show. <laughs> Sounds like Audio Crisp. This is the North End. This is the North End. Welcome to the North End Podcast, where three Canadians talk about English soccer. Welcome, guys. Welcome, Paul. Welcome, David. How you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. In today's show, we are talking about... Uh, oh, sorry. I'm supposed to tell you where we're from. I'm going to start over. <laughs> Welcome to the North End Podcast, where three Canadians talk about English soccer. Today's show, we are... Train bound, bound for nowhere. I'm live train, from. Live, live from. from a train bound for nowhere. It's a movie train. i got to get those down better. But sorry, guys. Sorry. All right, Polly. Uh, Dave, how are you, gentlemen? What are you drinking today? I Good. know Polly's got something David can't drink. I can't today. I've, uh... You know how sad it is? I'm drinking... Neutral, which is uh, vodka water or vodka soda in a can. Is that any good? I saw it's people drinking good. that on the weekend. It's pretty good. Did you say that's how bad it is? It's sad. I said oh, it's, it's sad. sad. <laughs> is it a sad state of affairs? <laughs> well, drinking vodka I'm, water. I'm just, I'm getting a little chubby, and I'm, I'm not. Ooh. Is this your diet drink? Are you making the healthy choice? Vodka water. It's a vodka. Yeah, it's a, it's a Jenny Craig. It's, uh, it's like. Like less than 100 calories. What about like Michelob Ultra or something mm. like that? I'd drink that. It's actually pretty tasty. It's lemon, lemon flavor. It's pretty yeah, good. Yeah, man. I'm pretty down with that. I have to give that a shot. Yeah, it's not bad. It's like uh, three of them for eight bucks as well, so not too bad price-wise as well. I could use a couple. Uh, I could lose a couple of LBs. Yeah, well. I know, I know. I got the football ma- football season coming up, boys. we got to be in shape. Like, I know ultras are better for you in terms of like calorie intake and, and drinking a beer and not having to worry about it, but mm-hmm. I refuse. They're not that bad, man. Yeah, yeah they're, they're not gross. that bad. They're pretty bad. Ah. They're pretty bad. Whereas with like that, them. at least I'm not trying to like, it won't compare it to a good beer or anything. It's just like it's vodka water. <laughs> It is what it is. That's yeah, it's true. vodka soda, but with a little bit of lemon. Le- I mean, it's lazy because it's so easy to just buy a bottle of vodka yeah. and some soda and some lemon and just make one. Yeah. Um, but I I'm wouldn't that, trust myself. I got I'm that lazy. Obviously. I'm a heavy pourer. So today's show, we're going to talk about the usual stuff. Um, we're going to do the, um, the, the weekend's results, which were some very exciting ones to talk about. Also, gentlemen, happy belated Canadian Thanksgiving. Oh, that's yes. true. Yeah. We were all, uh, we all ate a lot of, and that's another reason probably why I'm drinking this, because we all ate a lot of turkey yeah. and a lot of stuffing, yeah. a lot of calories, yeah, a lot of beer, a lot of wine. It was great. It was I, good. I, it was I ignored good. all responsibility in helping my wife comp- like create the uh, Thanksgiving meal for our family, because you didn't, the, uh, you didn't the Liverpool pri- City game was on. <laughs> <laughs> priorities. Yeah, and priorities. And this man. is why I married her. She didn't care. She understood. I like that. Yeah. You know, that is an impressive, impressive thing. I you know, I'm happy for you. Yeah, so I really am. I. I really am. Okay, so didn't, let's didn't uh, get me let's get into it. Let's get into the <laughs> let's get into the. All discourse. right. So last week's results: Burnley at home to Huddersfield, one each. I think we're probably all a little bit shocked that uh, Huddersfield got anything from this. Yeah, away from home. Yeah, but they were due though. I uh, I I. <laughs> I chose to put money on Burnley for reasons that uh, just felt like a sure thing. Yeah, because they've been. So I watched this game with great intensity. Yeah. They've been good. Yeah, they yeah. they had been good. I, I Huddersfield have been very good. Huddersfield <laughs> looked like they were they were uh, in a lot of ways the better team uh, throughout that game. They're, Burnley, it, it didn't feel like a one one where they were nicked. It, it felt like Huddersfield were in it, and it didn't feel like Burnley had. Um, 
a lot of intention to attack and a mm-hmm. lot of intention to to get a second goal and yep. uh, a one one was a fair result and there know, we are. Lesson learned. Uh, there's no such thing as a sure bet. Absolutely, it seems like that in this this season as well. You you see a team kind of on a roll a little bit or playing well, and then they come up against a team you think, oh, they're going to spank them, and the opposite happens. You know, it's you been, want that though. You do. No, yeah. I'm I'm not complaining about. Yeah. It. I'm just I like I like the surprise. I think it's a good thing. For and sure. not to be forgotten. The Friday night game. Friday night game, yeah, we kind of skipped that. We um, did. That's all good. That's okay. We didn't miss anything. Bright- <laughs> Nobody did. Brighton at home. But good win for them against, uh, against again, West another Ham. one, a flying team. Like West, flying, I say. West Ham had kind of you they know turned the corner a little bit. Yeah, they were building same. momentum. Yeah. Playing, playing well, scoring some goals, and then uh, didn't score any. Clean sheet for Brighton. But Brighton at home, at home, again, is that starting to be like you know a bit of a Tough fortress for them? For I them. So. Like, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think so. I think that's a fair show. And then here we go. The darlings of the English Premier League right now. Wolverhampton away to Crystal Palace. Yeah. And they nick another 1-0. Are they becoming one-nil. the 1-0 champs right they now? They might be. Yeah. Our team on fire for the weekend. They're in seventh now, right? Is right. that what I'm talking Official about? through the uh, the North End Instagram account. Yeah, I the see team that. team on fire. Team on fire. Away from home, <laughs> playing good football. Crystal Palace can't score, though, guys. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, they're poor. They can't score. I watched this game. And I didn't. And Wolves were the better team. There's no creativity from Crystal Palace again, and we say it all the time, and yeah. it's true. Zaha was trying. I'm he's, not a huge Zaha fan. He falls over a lot. He's always looking for yeah. fouls. But there's nobody else on that team to help him. No. Wolves look good. But again, I think you brought up this point last week, Paul. Wolves don't have an out-and-out goal scorer. I'm watching him, and as he's good at build-up play, yeah. he's not that goal-scoring threat That's why they're so only 1-0 all the time. That's there's so right. many 1-0s. Yeah. 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 And how many is, is that? that? Three or four now that they've had at one now? Uh, something like three. It's at least three. Yeah, I think this was their fourth. Maybe. They uh, they set a record. I don't think a, a Premier League team has has gone this many games with the exact same starting eleven. That's yeah, right. I think it's which, six, is a, which is a weird six, record to yeah. set, but it's, six in a row. I yeah. think. Something yeah. or maybe from the beginning of the season, even something like that. Yeah, well, what yeah. does that tell you, though? He knows his best team and he's playing it and it's working. Yeah, yeah. well, and which is is going to be the there's worrisome a worrisome thing for them, scenario. Yeah. Like, if there's an injury comes up, yeah. you know, manager's getting a lot of credit right now, and I think he, he should be. Yeah, this one was an interesting one for me. It was Everton away to Leicester, and they nick a 2 1 win. Yeah, yeah, I think I predicted that. But I'm not 100% sure. Polly would probably know. I know I did. Did you? Yeah. I think we both we might both have done the same yeah. there on that. I'm not 100% on that. But but it could have gone either way. I Polly, was... Polly's like, nope, I got it right. <laughs> oh, wait. The, we're going to find out. the information that we I We are going to, to find out. We, we don't know. But on the game itself, I mean, this was two teams I was really interested to see because I thought they were maybe on paper on par with one another. Yeah, I'd agree. I think that's what we discussed, right? Yeah. Is that they're both kind of in a similar position in the league. They both kind of... You know, are similar results. They have a similar setup in the way they play. Um, you know, yeah. So I think uh, I think I didn't watch it. I wish I did because I feel like it probably would have been a good one. I did see the highlights on on the um, match of the day, and it, it looked like a would have been a good game. It was good. It was back and forth. It could have gone either way. I yeah. mean, there's just a little bit more quality in Everton. Um, Richarlison back on the score sheet. Yeah, yeah. It feels like Everton had a a bit of a blip somewhere where it felt like almost. That classic, they've lost a couple of games. That there's and they're going to shit the bed. Yeah. Yeah. The bed. Yeah. Uh, but it feels like they're course correcting now, and it seems like they're they're doing well. And I think it's largely because, from what I can see, the midfield's playing really well. Like, Schneiderlin's no longer even getting close to the field. What happened Davies is is 
kind of rediscovering his form from like, two years ago when he first kind of came yeah, on. Yeah, he on was a really field. good young player when he came. Oh, in. Yeah. He was. He, had a, he was. He still like he had a good season last year, but it was his sophomore season. Yeah, and it just didn't stand out as much. Didn't but stand he's out starting as much. To come, come to a little bit. Yeah. And I think yeah. it's uh, it's kind of become his midfield to run. Mm-hmm. Um, and he seems like he's stepping up and, and doing a good That's job. Good. He's a good young player. He is a good yeah. young player. I think what he's happened? on the uh, or under twenty one list. Is he? Yeah. yeah. What wow. happened to the Morgan Schneiderlin from Southampton? Do you remember how good he was? You remember? Like, three you know what happened to him? He left Potch. That's what happened. You know what? There could be some truth to that. No, there's he also truth to it. left a team where he had capable defenders behind him as a holding midfield player and played beside Wanyama, another powerhouse holding midfield yeah. player. Yeah. And everybody talks about how they In were In a very both specific great. system. Right. But yeah. their success, neither one of them are particularly lighting the league on fire since mm-hmm. they separated each other. Yeah. So, Wanyama had a really one really good season. Yeah, yeah that's true. But in, like Wanyama had a good season because had a, he also had another player beside him, yeah. Dyer or or Dembele, yeah. who's doing the same the similar thing. It just has to be lesson learned. If you're buying a holding midfield player who plays beside another strong holding yeah. midfield player, how do you really know what product you're buying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. unless it's the same manager. Agreed. Yeah. And, and for the record, you predicted two one, Dave, for Everton to win. That's what and it that's was. What it was. Yeah. And then I you didn't. I went the other way. Two two. Oh, yes. Two two. Yes. Ah, oh, damn it. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. So this is probably this next one was a shock of the weekend, but I thought it was great to see. Is Bournemouth four? Him. Watford nil away from home. We've talked about it. They've what is got, happening there to Watford? Now? They can attack, but that's the question. What happened to Watford? I don't know. That's what I'm wondering because Watford. You know, they were they were. You know, out of the gate, one of the best teams. You know, they what was it four in a row? They won mm-hmm. five in a row to yeah. start the season. Even um, when they weren't winning, they were looking really good. Beat Spurs. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah, they were. Yeah, they were. They were looking well organized, comfortable. You know, Lost to United, game. they were the better team on the yeah, day. Yeah, in that game as well. And it was, and then kind of since then though, they've just dwindled. But remember, we said like, is this the real Watford that we're seeing now? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, the ups and downs, right? Like you can't expect Watford. Well, I mean, they've bought well, but you can't expect them to be winning week in, week yeah. out. Again, right? it's they a don't... it's a depth thing with these types of clubs, right? I, yeah. like, I believe there was a pretty uh, significant red card in that game as well. Oh, there was in like the thirtieth minute, I think, yeah, too. It so it was really... early enough that, but I think they were already up one nil or two nil at the time. I think it was it was still um, Burnmouth were still in control of yeah. the game. But they were uh, up one nil, and then uh, the red card came, and then it was a couple of quick ones right, right after that. Yeah. But you know what? Bournemouth, uh, Wilson, King, like they have you guys noticed this Brooks kid? Yeah. yeah. He's, he's, he looks really good. You can you can track his minutes with the turnaround of fate at Bournemouth. Yeah. yeah. Like all of a sudden he's starting a regular game and they're scoring mm-hmm. a significant amount of goals. Yeah, like, and he's involved in a lot of he's a build up creative player, right? Yeah. 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 That's back to back uh weeks where he's gotten a goal. He's a young midfield player and he yeah, looks he's good. really young too, isn't he? Nineteen or twenty. He's a real yeah. young kid. Yeah. So one that's good to an see. Eye on. Good to see. This one I thought was an interesting game. I watched it as well and I'd love to get Brian's thoughts on it. Spurs won Cardiff nil. Yeah, we were kinda I think we were all watching it. There was a bit of banter going on what was ha- what was on. Uh, Spurs still not up to snuff. We are we are hurting um when it comes to uh, uh, injuries at the moment. Yeah. No Erickson, no Dembele, no Vertonghen. Um, ugh, Hugo Lloris not at his best. Um, yeah, he's not looking uh, as confident and as assured as he looks I'm very used to seeing him. He made one shaky. phenomenal play that game when he did come out and cut that off where other goalies would have been in trouble on yeah, a breakaway yeah. and maybe scored against. That but he was, also that did one where uh, Alderweireld had to come back and save his ass oh, because that was, he came out. <laughs> that, what about that save off the line <laughs> by Alderweireld? Incredible. But I mean, he just shouldn't have had to make it. And that was Lloris coming off the line again. And it's the same thing he did at Barcelona in the week. Would you um, not agree they were lucky to 
to walk away with the three points. Yeah, I think so. Cardiff had a chance in the at the end of the second half. I mean, to be fair, Spurs had a few as, as well they that did. should have taken. But um, you know, this is what we're doing. We're 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 getting we're getting wins that we we last season we would have probably drawn or lost. Um, we are we have had the best season in the Premier League we've ever had best start to the Premier League we've ever had well I know you have a huge injury list which is I'll pretty surprising yeah. considering we haven't played well yet <laughs> considering you know, if we start injury, if we start playing well yeah. like you know like you know you gotta you gotta put us in the hat a little bit I yeah, think. if you so, could yeah. call on to some optimism but injuries knowing that you're playing us. bad yeah. considering the Spurs injuries they still put out a pretty decent team yeah. there's a lot of people depth saying there, the de- there's more depth than people say that, that, yeah that's, why, that's my point there is some decent depth it's kind depth of always been the case but it's good Winks is looking good looks great I love Winks it seems like He's yeah. nice little player. He's right. about to cement himself into that squad. Yep, for sure. This next game, wow! Manchester United three, Newcastle <laughs> two. Yeah, what do you guys think? Newcastle I mean, it's up like two nil. Talk about a tale, a tale of two halves, right? <laughs> Paul, you go ahead. Yeah, okay. which one do you guys want to go first? Uh, on a whole, gotta love it though. Like the drama, entertainment value the drama, yeah. the entertainment, classic the storylines, the 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 fact that it's days of old classic United down by two going into the the, the second half and like clawing it back and winning the game. It's yeah. it's yeah. a lot of what I forgot I loved about being United yeah. fan, yeah. and I hadn't seen it in a long time. Um, Since Fergie, basically, like, I haven't run around the house in a long time, uh, <laughs> and I was I was full guns blazing uh, yeah. during this game. Um, and then the uh, you sit back and you kind of smile about it, and then you question why I was so excited to come back and win two nil against the bottom of the table in Newcastle. Yeah. Who played yeah. like shit. The fact that you were two nil down against Newcastle going into the, the it's a problem. Was yeah, brutal within ten minutes. Yeah, yeah. and the, and okay, so here's my my take from the outside from the uh, non United support. You you have the team trying to play what the way uh, Mourinho wants the team to play, and then and we go down two 0 and then the second half starts, and he's like, "Well, I got nothing else, guys, so you know, go play." And they go play the way they want to play, and they're they're amazing. He made, he made some <laughs> like key there was, changes, but there, what did he? Like he yeah. he, no, he oh yeah, he took Baye off and then put it put fucking what's his the, the kid in the center back position. That's not key. That's, well, I'll say again, two things. He made some key changes, but his his team selection for that horror. game. And he wonders why everyone's questioning him. You have yeah. Eric Bailly on the bench, and he's starting McTominay. Well, Bailly started. No, he started by Bailly started. Oh, he you're pulled, right. Sorry, he pulled by. Put Pereira. That's right. Sorry, Pereira's yeah, on the bench. He's, and he's got fifty million Fred and Pereira, and he's starting McTominay. Yeah. Do yeah. you think this was one of those games with the reports that came out that he was getting fucked? Because that was a big story. Report from the Daily Mirror no, that he was getting he's going to get yeah. sacked regardless of... So do you think he says, I'm playing my guys in my final game and I'm going to go my way? Maybe. No. I, I, don't, I doubt it. I think what he did was was an expression of what is kind of going on with a lot of the players. There's playing to win and then there's playing with the fear of losing. Yeah. And when we're down and we're no longer playing with the fear of losing, you can see it. They play much better. The tempo's up. They're trying things. They're playing for each other a bit more. But when it's nil-nil going into the game, they're playing a little bit fearful and a little bit play it safe. And I think Mourinho is maybe not intentionally, but I would suspect he's responsible for this. A, because he'll bollock the hell at anybody publicly if they're not doing a good job, which is not supporting a player. It's putting fear in the player. But B, his team selections are, well, I expect you to go and score forwards. 
and in the meantime, they're not going to score on us, which is like, why do we have to have a, a nil game? Why do we have to dominate the midfield with big bodies who are going to play in front it. of her? Like, like, play with you guys go a little attack, bit of risk. You're really good. Yeah. And then you just score more goals yeah. than the other team. <laughs> you know, like, so, I mean, obviously you're going to try to defend some still, and you're going to have some structure back there and, and he, a good spine and, on, the, on the team. And his selections suggest strange, that he's very, very obviously uh, not trusting of his back four, and he's said as much numerous times, which is, that's going to get in their it's heads. It's making it even worse. He's bought two center backs, though. He's bought he two center backs. So, Mikatomini's suggestion. Somebody well, so that's it. With Mikatomini's selection, I don't think he's putting him in there to play with his guy or any kind of like dramatic final like swing of the bat. I mm-hmm. think he legitimately thinks that that player does not a job, goes out and does what he's told, and his job theoretically would have been to protect the back four and to maybe go up the field a little bit more in front of Manich. Who knows what his actual job was intended to yeah. do because we never got tell. a chance to see it. It's yeah. hard to tell. It was... It was just not necessary and it's starting to get us into situations where players are not playing into the best of their ability, people are not playing with confidence, and his team selections are increasingly becoming a real focal point of why we're playing this way. As soon as he wasn't in charge of the way the team was playing, the team started playing. That's that's what happened in the second half. When you watch that second half, there was a a point in time in the first half, everybody's looking to him. If something happened, you could see Pogba look over and see what Mourinho was going to tell him to do, and Mourinho's shouting things. Second half, all the players, just their heads are down, they're looking at each other, not paying at all attention to yeah. what Mourinho's saying, and they and they come back from two 0 down. I mean, it's it's blatantly obvious to me what that that that's, that's the. Didn't issue. you guys think I was? We were all watching it. Did you not think at two nothing? You're like, man, this is going to be three. Could have been any three. minute. It could have been. Should have like, been three. It it was, been a penalty. So fragile. Yeah, out there. so fragile. And it's I don't know. I mean, it's great they came back and they got the win, but yeah. I don't know. I think <laughs> it's, gonna, it's still going to be a very long season. It is now. All that talk about Mourinho. Uh, one thing I will say is that Ashley Young is culpable for both goals. Terrible, both and that, that's not like. But he's one of Mourinho's. He's one of Mourinho's guys, though. He selected him, though. He's got Diego Dolo, twenty million dollar right back that yeah, could have started. Just brought in, and right? he's not even on the bench. Yeah, explain I mean, that one yeah. to me. And Antonio Valencia it's liked a, a post, and all of a sudden gets punished. So I kind of I get why we're stuck with Ashley Young. And Ashley Young's not as bad as he played that game. He's a better he, left back. He just had an awful game. He though. did have a and, bad first half and for him. The second goal in particular was some of the worst defending, like Timbit soccer defending I've ever seen. He he not only didn't get the guy or stand in front of him or or do anything useful, he took the other defenders closest to the guy with the ball out of the picture. It was bad. By blocking their line to the the ball. Yeah, it was ugly. It was ugly. He was so shit. Both were terrible, but we'll see. All right. right, Let's move on. Arsenal with a away-from-home... Thumping five of one depleting just... Fulham five one Arsenal away to Fulham. <laughs> what is happening to Fulham? I'm telling you that offense on Arsenal is good, but again, yeah, Fulham terrible. Lacazette ripping it up. Yeah, they again. I you know I, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna you know, try to approach this as unbiasedly as possible. I think Arsenal look very good going forward. Yeah, um, they have still not played uh, a team other than the first game in the top six. Yeah. Um, not to say that they won't play well. You know, they play, They beat, they, they, they could have beat Chelsea in that game. So they are playing well. Um, 
maybe they're maybe they're going to challenge for that fourth place. Well, but that's what I was going to ask you. Yeah, did they yeah. challenge, in my mind, did they challenge Spurs I for think that they, I think they will. I think if Spurs injuries continue, absolutely. But I think Arsenal also have to maintain their level, and I don't know that they're going to be able to do that against other sides. I think I, that, I think you'll see them. Sold. Yeah, I'm not sold, I'm, but I'm more sold than I was before. Yeah. I'm the same, I, I think. Yeah. I think yeah. I'm a little bit more. I'm like, okay, oh, shit. <laughs> you know, they're, yeah. they're there. They're, they're, like, they're right there now. They're getting a lot of credit for unbeaten in eight. Nine. Nine, Nine. Including, uh, but including Europa. Europa League. And then if you look at some of the guppies they face in the Premier League. Yeah, it's yeah. been... It's been it's that's what I was saying. It's not been, the easiest thing in the world. But you, you got to beat some what's in games, front of you, The right? Chelsea game is an example of that. They could have won they that game. They should have won that game. But that game was so open-ended. Both teams. Both teams. Were, and it was early in the season, yeah, too. They're like, trying to it's determine It's not like you could say right? Arsenal are going to... Are going to do well against any team that can press or who do they play next? Uh, well, next that's a good question. I was going to say, let's that have a look. But, I'd be uh, curious. I think it, at least we got to be fair and say they're they're finding their rhythm offensively. Offensively, which, absolutely. Yes. I mean, they've got quality going forward. We knew that already, though. And that manager so, seems to be making some really good team selections. He is. Like, yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. The players he's putting on the field, he's not being tied to the the reputations of Ozil at all. Mkhitaryan um, yeah, yeah. is in and out of the team, but if you're performing like Lacazette and Aubameyang, yeah. he'll find a way to get them both on the field. Yeah, and he has done well for that for sure. So yeah, I mean, I think they just deserve some credit, but yeah. we also have to say Fulham have been really poor. Yeah, are really they, poor. Are they in your bottom three, Fulham? They're closer now. I mean, I don't know what I had originally. I'd have to go back, but I think, oh, no, um, I, think I think I had a Fulham in like finishing mid table because yeah. of how good they were and the amount of the quality that they bought. But you never know how that's going to go, and it looks like it's going. Like the wrong way yeah. at this they point. They could be moving into my bottom three. Yeah, I think. I mean, pff, it's been ugly the last few games, yeah. and the, the players that you'd expect them, like Cessignon, to step up and to to get to that next level, aren't. Agreed. You know, and so he's disappeared. Cessignon. He doesn't even look like he's playing anymore. Yeah. You know, it's no. like, yeah. and he was he was going to be the next sort of big 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 thing for yeah. for England for in England for, for that position he, right he has to quality player defend he's, now like his he's not used to that his he's task used, is defense yeah. first because it yeah. has to be and and I championship by head field. I think you're right I think the championship he could get up a lot a lot further as a left back or a left, left winger back. yeah because yeah. he, he went either way he was and he was scoring goals in those positions but he doesn't have that space or yeah. that opportunity that he, he wasn't reined in at all I, I watched games last year in the championship where he looked like if you never knew him or you didn't know anything about the team or the league you might have thought he was a striker half the time yeah because he was so far forward. He had free range to mm-hmm. go and do whatever he wanted because he had coverage. We can't do that. This so they league. should. They should. He's like Bale at this point, isn't he? He's kind of like Bale. Like it, you know, Bale. I think Bale played forty something games before he won. He the team when he was starting that Spurs won, yeah. like something ridiculous like yeah. that because he was playing out of position essentially. So pull him at a left back, put him in a, in a wing position, play him in a front three on the left side. You know, if, you know, see test test where, what he can do in those different positions yeah. and see what you're going to get out of him. Three at the back might work well for a player like him, so he can bomb. Up yeah, the then he then he has coverage. On that exactly. left side of the mid, uh, I want the I want somebody to remind Harry Redknapp at one point in his career that he thought Bale's best position would be left, left back, back, where yeah, he would yeah. end up with <laughs> be the best left back yeah. in the world yeah. in the future. He was yeah. very public about that. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. He's been wrong about a few things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, he has. Yeah. All right, anyway, moving on here is uh, Chelsea away to Southampton with a very comfortable, another comfortable three spanking to Southampton. I'm going to say this: Chelsea, top of the league, joint top of the league, really surprised me. I think they've surprised a lot of people. Um, very impressive. Yeah, any, they were good. Any guys hear the comments from Eden Hazard today? Or I did. Today? He's got me. <laughs> I hope he yeah. goes in January because if he Come goes, in, me. If he goes in January. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And I, like, is that not a call to sort of hey? Oh, I think it is in January because sure. if you if you if you're paying attention to what's happening with Madrid at the moment, I was yeah, just going to say they're really shit in the bed. He's what they're missing. He's what they're missing. Yeah, yeah. he's if missing. You're a player replacement of, of for Ronaldo. In any that significant quality that has any chance of playing in a in a top top club, yeah. and you're not content where you are right now. There are four massive clubs underperforming yeah. significantly right now yep. who have to be looking to market in January just to one of maybe the, appease the fans. Absolutely. Or, and, one of them in Real particular... Is one, the Galacticos. Yeah, like, yeah, one of them in particular, exactly, that has just lost their highest goal scorer. Mm-hmm. And why else would Eden Hazard be playing at the level he's now playing at if he wasn't going... Hello, you know you, you should have you should have got me in this. Oh, summer. that's cynical. It, you don't think so? Well, he's he's like that though. He's an in and out player. He's also the, he sometimes plays for the manager. He sometimes he's the doesn't. man though in he Chelsea is. right now. He's no longer playing behind somebody. I know, he's but not, the goals are going to be coming from him because the team is set up. The fact that the he's doing all that him. and he's he's doing as well as he is and he's making those comments to me says something a little bit more. There's a little bit more to it. Than something that, to keep an eye on. He's, he's never been a, a, a high high producing goal scorer. But if the league ended today, does he not? Automatically win Player of the Year. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think so. Today. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I think it's a no. I don't there's see no contest him there. going in January, but come the summertime, by the end of next season, do, he, do you think Real Madrid will will ensure that they bid enough to make sure he goes in January? It's going to cost in excess, I would say, of 150 million pounds yeah. to get him. He, yeah. That's how good he is, mm-hmm. and they need him. And if you're if we're being honest, they haven't dropped big money in a player in like in three years now yeah, since yeah. They're yeah. due. Okay, really, it makes yeah. me wonder what his relationship with Courtois is now. Yeah. Wow. Do you see uh, Courtois' gaff on the weekend? No, I didn't. Like, they've got two world class goalies. I don't know why they needed Courtois. I really don't understand. Yeah, you know, it's a weird decision. I've always thought because they were always coming at like the the De Gea chasing De Gea thing. Oh, I know. And then I would see Neves make amazing save after amazing yeah, save, like, why? And World Cup, like or a Champions League final yeah. after Champions League final. He won, I was like, like why? Yeah, why? why do you need this? I always thought it was insanely insulting to Neves. It's, it's, it is. I don't know why. He it out. But it's typically it's typical Real Madrid. They're like, they who's, the, who's going to be the next player? Yeah. Right? But let's talk quickly uh, in the same uh, context here about Southampton. How bad they are. I mean, yeah, un- un- no wins in four, three losses in a row. Uh, another team who've got one one win in the season. It could also go down. They've I got some troubles. Go, go down pretty easily as well. They had some. They had some real chances as well against uh, Chelsea. To put Their the ball in the net. Like harder, harder oh. to miss kind of chances. Yeah, a couple of them. Ings didn't he yeah. hit it from four yeah. yards out. He was the most obvious. But there's like, like, there was one or two after that as well. That and that, they, yeah. that's like that's your season. You can't you yeah. can't miss those. You gotta you gotta yeah you gotta you gotta you gotta score those. Southampton are knocking on the door of being in that bottom. I know three that's why I said they're like two. right there. They've only won one game and they're in their three three losses and in a row. That's a perennial team in the. Top half almost every single year, so yeah. it's a bit. But of a they show. struggled last year. They were they were they were uh, teasing the, the the bottom as well, mm-hmm. and then they kind of came back towards the end. But well, you know what? If you think about it, like being a selling team like they have been <sighs> for the last five years, that's going to catch. The way up. they were able to do that and still maintain the level for like four years in a row, they did it, and it was just like, how the hell are they still there? <laughs> and then you know, like at some point, that's going to catch up. They had really good managers, and that stream of really good managers. They had really good managers, and they had really good um, system, like yeah. their their your youth system. They knew. Who was coming they had a through. few guys come up from youth for sure. They did, and if they were right. going to sell somebody, or they either knew, had somebody from youth, or they brought somebody into in, in, yeah. into their academy late enough yeah. in, so that we go, okay, we're going to sell a good left back. We got another yeah. left back to, to fill in that. But I think a lot of their success came from their, uh, their the scouting. Like yeah. we're scouting talking about yeah. Schneiderlin was great there. When Yama was yeah. was a bit of a snip from Celtic when they got him. Yeah, he was cheap. Um, Henderson, Shaw, like the list goes yeah. on. Sadio, basically Mane. Mane, Mane, Mane was. was big was, buy. Have you ever yeah. seen the list of if they didn't sell any of their players in the last five? Oh, 
Oh yeah, they'd be like they would, they'd have like the best team in the fourth. They'd be knocking. <laughs> out. Yeah, it's a bit crazy that that happens. Like it's that. crazy. Yeah. And then Pochettino was their manager if they didn't get rid of him. Oh, absolutely. Well. I mean, and then so game of the week, of course, big game of the week. Liverpool at home to Manchester City. Nil, nil. I'm going to start by saying I thoroughly enjoyed this football match. I did as well. So for for different reasons, and I'm sure I'm sure you. I think we probably maybe all enjoyed it for the same reason is the tactics that went on incredible were really really interesting to watch now you have to be a bit of a football nerd to enjoy that there's a lot of people who would have watched it uh, my girlfriend included who were just like is it still nil nil yeah exactly <laughs> and I'm like yeah but it's fucking good nil nil because awesome. you're just watching that you know because obviously there's no way that Pep was going to gonna lose yeah. that game and we said that going into it like there's no way he was going to lose it I thought he they, they were going to win it and they should have um, in the end but yeah, very cool tactical battle. Um, the way the way they both set up their teams and the way they just this is the kind of game where I'm like I've, I've mentioned this in other predictions I've had on other big games where it feels like the tactics offset, yeah. and then you end up getting an entertaining nil nil or one one mm-hmm. score lines never giving it justice, and it's largely because some real effort into tactics and some real effort on the field to like execute to those apply tactics, the tactics, apply, yeah, yeah, which great. is which is why this is was so entertaining. Um, I, I would have loved it if there was an early goal. It, it, yeah. I said that too. Goal, I, was, I said that in the first 10 minutes. I'm like, man, this yeah. game really needs a goal. There usually just is happen. one in this fixture early yeah. on too, but I'll tell you what, I, I wasn't going for either team. I didn't want one team to win more than the other. The draw so, was best for the league. So when Mares <laughs> missed the penalty, I was actually a little bit happy because I thought the tie was a deserved result because I thought t- both teams canceled each other out. heard a lot of comments saying, oh, well, no team created offense. I don't think the defensive system allowed them to Yeah, I don't think that's offense. an appropriate um, Yeah, and a lot of people are saying which I thought happened. was unfair. You didn't yeah. really watch or look at the game. They both kind of played the exact same tactic. They canceled each other out. Mm-hmm. If you watch City press them the way they were being pressed last season and at the beginning of this game, mm-hmm. and it was impressive to see City adapt to that hard press that City They that, sat that deeper than they, than they yeah. usually do completely, and it was interesting to see that because um, Pep never does that. He's like, yeah. I don't change my way. I'm going to do, do this. Way. Mm-hmm. But he got beat, you know, yeah, but pretty badly by a plan that and way. And he tweaked it. He tweaked it enough to to to. to a little bit tighter and a little bit more solid at the back mm-hmm. and then counter when they could but not focus too much on just going blitzkrieg at them and then leaving the space behind them and they didn't there wasn't any so well, one thing i think that needs to be commented on this game that i haven't heard anyone say yet is the sheer work rate that these two managers are getting out of their players so when i watch that game and not to bring it into it, but as a united fan i see the the effort put oh, in by each player for in every position on yeah. each team i am like these guys, every single one, like Gomez, Roberts, I'm like, these guys look like superstars at this point. Mm-hmm. Their effort level is through the roof, and they're all dialed into the system. It was beautiful mm-hmm. on both sides. It, like, regardless of the zero zero tie, no, I didn't care. I thought the football was a ten out of ten. I agree. I would, I would give it a nine out of nine. I think there is a little bit more to be said about. Both teams not ticking a little bit as much as they should be going forward. Like if you look at if you look at the way uh, the front three and, and Liverpool and how they played last year, um, there's something of missing a little bit, and it could be fatigue. Um, you know the typical sort of you know, they have all played a lot of games, um, and in also you look at the fact that De Bruyne is not there to link up the midfield to point. the front of uh, a City. I think those two things, if they were both ticking, you'd still see. A little bit more chances, and maybe a goal would have been scored, and then maybe the game would have opened up. Um, but they're both kind of missing yeah. that little bit of what the sauce that they usually have to kind of it's get so them hard rolling. To tell, so. De Bruyne, I think, replaces Silva. He doesn't. He not plays Bernardo. behind him. 
You play, you, well, you mean in that game? Yeah, right. Well, I mean like the starting eleven. Bernardo Silver would be replaced by Kevin De Bruyne. I think that's just what's De Bruyne right usually now. plays deeper than Silva or David Silva. That is usually David Silva is not the one I'm talking about. I'm talking about Bernardo, Bernardo Silva. Right. No, so I get that. Right. What I would say is Bernardo Silva played really well. Yeah. So he was I, I'm like, in that game. He's very I'm tempted yeah. to say like yeah. De Bruyne He's would have made a difference a oh, yeah. in that game, but I don't know if De Bruyne would have made that much of a difference because Silva played so well. Yeah, I, I think the good. thing the thing that De Bruyne does, if you had, I mean, if you could have had them both on in the pitch, the De Bruyne does from a from a, a deeper role than than. Uh, Bernardo Silva does is he he quickly gets from a, uh, a, a sort of a deeper midfield position f- f- farther forward and and, yeah. get, and unleashes their offense and gets in behind like a lot faster yeah. than other players do. So that I think that was maybe something missing there. And I think also you're just seeing. I actually a little, wonder a little I, bit I, of rust on. I don't the, think the De Bruyne and Liverpool. Bernardo Silva will ever play in the midfield. I wonder together. about that. David Silva seems like he's like he's the lock in like for obvious reasons. Like yeah. that's a, that's a good. He's quality, but there is needs a, to be there. There is an argument Bernardo about Silver his age. Maybe goes out in the wing if if he plays with uh, De Bruyne. Maybe. But there's an argument about David Silva's age though yeah. a little bit. I think Bernardo I, Silva is a perfect. I would if you're gonna, if you're going to have like a Silva for a Silva, yeah. if you know because yeah. I think David Silva's 32 or yeah. something like is that. He that so, old? Yeah, he still looks good. Great. Oh yeah, I mean he's. He's, he's he's just. I, I would hate it if De Bruyne comes back and Bernardo Silva starts playing the off the bench role that he had. Yeah, it would be too bad because he looks the player that you'd expect him to. Yeah. to have been I would say him. he was for me the best offensive player between the two teams. But the the player that stuck out for me that game and I was like, okay, this guy's here. He's here and now is is Laporte on Man City. Oh he yeah, was he looked amazing. he looked very good. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I'm starting to justify that. I'm, they were paid somewhere in the seventies. He was massive. Sixties or seventies for him. It takes players to to adjust, but I mean, you expect that kind of money that they would ju- adjust quickly. But he, he was immense. He was I've never good. seen him very, very uncomfortable. Good. Not at all defending or uh, with the ball at his feet. I've so never good. seen him have that adjustment moment. Yeah. Like Stones, you see it all the time. He's yeah. young. Stones he's and Laporte up. together in particular were, were they're strong, they're really, really good, good together. Yeah. But Laporte's just—he's the beginning so of last smart. season. They, you saw the two of them together when Laporte first came in, or when, when did Laporte come? Laporte in? came in in January. Was it January? Yeah. That's what it was. So he came in in January, and but he didn't play a lot. When Not he, much. They played him a couple of games when he first came in, and he looked. They looked really. The they actually together. started playing him as a left back. I think it's because season, really. it's sort of that left side, right side yeah. of this of the yeah. that center half position sometimes. It works and depends on who's available. And he I think good. I think um, uh, what's his name came in. Odo Mendy. Uh, Odo came in, and that yeah, they were just trying to figure out how they fit. But those two together look. Is he injured? I haven't seen him in all this year. Uh, I think he's just not uh, for choice. I think he's not mm. getting in. Yeah, that's interesting. He yeah. was like their best defender all last year. Yeah, I mean, he may odd. he may be injured. It's I I, I would have to look, mm. but. But it was a great game, nonetheless. Tactically speaking, yeah, one of the better ones you'll see. But for for as far as like drama, there, there <laughs> wasn't full of it. You can tell why Otamendi won't with the team because there was moments in that game when they were playing the ball out from the back when it was just passing the ball around between the keeper and the two center backs. Otamendi can't do that. Yeah, but that's that's exactly the football he wants the team to play. Mm-hmm. Passing it out from the back and Stones is really comfortable there, but Laporte's insanely comfortable there. Oh, it's insane! Like, like, honestly, I'm, I don't like liking City players, uh, yeah. but he's really good, and he wasn't just a YouTube highlight reel. Like no. that's what I thought would be the case with him, and he's a uh, he's quality. He's quality. Yeah. 
I'm good jealous. Game, good players, and it, it was just really, really impressive. A lot of, of the ball going back to the goalie, being played back out, start, stop, but done in a very, very sleek, silky way. I think there's a good segue here, guys, to talk about who who uh, I'm going to ask this who one question. Or, 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 who do we sign from another team? From like, would he fit either one? Mares penalty miss. Because I mean, you guys well, need it. I would like. To, I think we should talk about the Mares penalty miss. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. Got you. That's a mess. But we can segue to that after because it, it is. Gabriel a, Jesus wanted that. Well, the, it was. It and was he shoved them off. But it, no, it came it was, from it the bench. Pep. From the bench. Was it from the bench? Yeah. Oh. Pep admitted it in the in the yeah. post match interview. He Man. said, "Yeah, I told him to take it. He's missed five then, out of his last. And eight. then he realized he's like, he, I didn't know that. And you think from Pep, you're like, what? You One guy's a striker. Well, Pep is also like. Really, really, like detailed when it comes yeah. to knowing about yeah. his players and knowing who does what, yeah. and what you know. To not know that in that game, in that moment, that you just pick probably the worst player to take the penalty. It's probably he had missed three, three out of his last. He's five maybe never seen Mares five take out of his a last penalty. Seven or very like unpep like. But for yeah. for Lester, like he may not have seen him take a penalty. He may have just seen the pa- practice ground penalties, and he knows he can do it. He may not have known his record. Like his it, action. It was but like, still, you it think was a record for another team. As but well. you think he would still? Yeah, take somebody. Should <laughs> somebody should have said, "Hey, no, no, let Jesus take it." Yeah. yeah. I don't think Jesus misses that. No. I don't think no. he does. And I think I won 50 bucks if he scored. <laughs> oh, did you? Oh, you must have been so pissed. Oh, no. ah, whatever. Points dropped by both teams is like a good bet for me as well. Like, yeah, this, 50 yeah, bucks no a city win is like a comfort yeah, zone. It's not as painful. Me. The one thing I refuse to do is bet a Liverpool. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Segway. Segway, right. yeah. So I tried my segue. Would have been a good segue, but we, we were right. It's still we a good segue. We needed to talk about You're doing problem. a great job. Thanks, man. Uh, so uh, <laughs> who would you sign... In the league, from another, from another. I mean, I think you guys got to take him. Like, if you could sign him, can we get more? Than who one would we player? add to our perspective? Who would you add to your perspective? Could team? If we could sign one? anybody, from I think the you Premier can get league. one player from each position. So one defender, one midfielder, and one one player oh, going forward. I'm all in on that. Yeah. Just throwing that in the mix. I'm there. all in on that. Yeah. So think about it for a minute. I mean, you could start with the. So you defender. should probably go in between because we support the same team. Yeah, yeah. Well, so we'll you're going to tell us you would sign to uh, Tottenham Hotspur. I'm going to go with. And I'm going to go. You're going to say Manchester United. That's right. And I'm going to tell you who I'll add to Wolves. So I'm going to go. Oh, <laughs> perfect. Uh, that's a good idea. I like there that actually. I like. And that this a is lot. not to say Wolves are my team. <laughs> they are famous. They feel that way. Second, second favorite team. Team. Yeah. Feel that way. All right, so well on that note, Paul. Um, if we're wolves oh, in on. defense, like I got, I got, give me a minute to go think about who my team. I'll go first. Well, he doesn't have it. I'll go first, and we're not doing keepers because yeah, just because United just don't need position. a keeper. I would it doesn't not, have to be in any order. But I'm going to be clear, one you and I will first. start from the back. I would never change De Gea for anyone. But yeah. as a defender, right now, it really is a toss-up uh, for me between Laporte and Van Dyke. I think. Right now, this instant, I might go with Laporte just because of the way he plays the ball. Um, what side of the, the, the two maybe, does he play on, typically? Is he the left on the, the right? Left? Laporte, so, he plays on the left. And just Hold on, just to be clear, we're talking about teams from other EPL teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, Laporte plays on the left. Hammer Van Dyke, Hammer Van Dyke, because Van Dyke's big. Laporte's not small. I uh, know. Okay, I'm going to go Laporte. I think he's a uh, real smooth No, defender. we can pick the same player because I, I, I'm i going to go throw this in there. I have to pick Laporte because there's a chance for Tongan could be out for four months and he plays on the left side of there, our No, of absolutely. Our we could double up. So, I, 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 like, we like we would... We're going to suffer. Fair, this we're gonna is suffer. just we're in the interim. I'm not thinking long term. So, yeah. Laporte for sure is a defender. Yeah. Midfielder, it's not even a question. It would be Kevin De Bruyne instantly. Kevin uh, De Bruyne? This is, for me, he's next level. And up top, uh, for me, ooh, this is hard because I want a left-footed winger for my team, but I also don't believe in any of my strikers. 
So it's between Sergio Aguero and Harry Kane. And I don't know here. I think Aguero is a better goal scorer. I think Kane is a better player. He's injured all the time. I'll take Harry Kane (laughs) because Aguero has a strong injury list. I do think... Most of the time, I think Aguero is a better player than than Harry Kane. I know it's an unpopular opinion. The guys, he uh, is, if you look at some of his statistics, my, he was my favorite striker in the league until Harry Kane became Harry Kane. Yeah, so I he's completely get unbelievable. it. Unbelievable! I completely get it. So he's an incredible player. De Bruyne and Kane are my three. I think they okay. would significantly improve my team. Cool. Did anybody else think we were going to go position by position? Each one was going to do their yeah, position. Yeah, that felt I like the more so intuitive too, but... way to answer the question. But he went for it, so yeah, we'll just go that on. way. I went Dorm D, to mid, and forward. I know, but you were going to do your your defender. I was going to do my defender. He's going to do his. And oh. Then... Uh, it doesn't matter. Kind of no, that no, no, no. We did, I threw it in there in the He's last not even minute. drinking. So it doesn't even matter. Right, no, I should be. <laughs> yeah, That's he, the he problem. Needs, he needs a beverage. Okay, yeah. so I'm going to do my three now. That We're going to yeah. keep it that way. So I said Laporte as well, because I like we were desperate for left-sided center half yeah with Vertonghen injured that's going to be a problem probably how long is he out for potentially four months what yeah yeah. No, I don't think that's a problem. You can go Alderville, Davids, and Sanchez. Le- the left side, though, like yeah. he plays Alderville that left. Can play that. He's not as comfortable. You could see it even just in the Cardiff game. He just didn't look as comfortable. Um, from watching them and knowing what we have there in Vertonghen, he's been our best player. He was our player of the season last he's year. So good. He's been our best defender. He's been better than Alderville for the I last think, two. Seasons. I think his absence certainly will hurt what you guys have been exposed to. Yeah. Those are set pieces, right? Like it's oh, not yeah. like yep. somebody Sanchez is going to come in and like organize the back. Floor. No, no, exactly. And Vertonghen is more uh, vocal than. Yeah. Uh, He's, a he's the most vocal yeah. one in the back. And, he's, the, yeah. he's the leader back there. For sure. So, uh, and then I'm going to go in the midfield. I'm going to go uh, Kovacic from uh, Chelsea. Wow. Because I think he would really, he would be that sort of extra level player that we could use. Dembele's, good. he's kind of getting past it. Yeah. Winks and Kovacic next to each other uh, mm-hmm. in that in that pivot. If, if you know, that's where he's going to play. I think we maybe think it'd be brilliant for us. And, uh, I'm going to go with my surprising one at the top here. Really? Yeah. It's a surprising one. Uh, I'm going to go with Arnautovic. Really? Yeah, because you need a player who can play as the same type of position as Harry Kane. So Harry Kane and him, they're both strong, big players. They can have their back to goal. They can hold up the ball. And they can and they can they can attack in that number nine position. Don't you? Wh- wh- I mean, I get the rationale for a like for like, but isn't it better to fill a need that you don't necessarily have? So you have depends, a bench option or a tactical well, that flexibility. Depends on the shape you're playing, and we've been playing a four two three one. So if you're going to play one forward, you need somebody to replace Kane well, if he gets on, injured. Hold on, if you right. want to play the same way. No, so are you, you that confident with your starting offensive players that you wouldn't go for like a winger like Leroy Sané, Raheem Sterling, yeah, yeah, Eden Hazard? Yeah, really? Yeah, you saw, I find that shocking. Why? <laughs> You could have Christian Eriksen, Deli Alley, you could have Eden Hazard coming in on that left side. Lucas. You could have Mo Salah coming in from that right side. I really think you botched that pick. I'm well, not going to hold back here. I really think that was maybe diabolical. I, maybe I botched the pick. You you, taken, I mean, you guys need a lot more than the three you picked. So. I agree. <laughs> but you could have taken Mo You went with Arnautovic. Mo Salah's, yeah, I went with Arnautovic. He's, because we need, a, we, need, we need depth in striker more than we need depth sure. in any other position. He's not even We've, a guy who's going to start for you. We have had four three seasons fear if we lose Harry Kane what happens 
Sonny steps in as a very... Yeah, people don't we, realize he's no, a striker. He's not a striker. He can score goals he, as a striker. He played well in, in for a period of time. I'm not going to... I'm not going to... It's just our shape changes, and we have to play differently. When you have a player who can fill in that position if Harry Kane... And also Harry Kane can come back if if in playing a 10 role, and Arnautovic can play in front of him. That's true as well. So there, there, there's more shifting in that scenario than you think there is. And I think Kane, Kane, Kane played as a number 10 growing up, so he, he's very good at distributing the ball. If Eric Erickson's injured, which he is. He could fill in for Erickson. Arnautovic fills in for Kane, and you're not losing your shape. I thought you would have went to the wings. Why? Our wings are good. Lucas Mora, Hoingman Sun. Yeah. I like Mora cutting in from that left-hand I mean, side more Sonny scored, like, two seasons in a row, 20-plus yeah. goals. Like, he's what? quiet on the weekend. Yeah, he's been quiet because he's played a fucking way too yeah. much football. Weird. <laughs> yeah. He went from the World Cup, he played a couple games for Spurs, he went yeah. to the Asian Cup, and then he's come back and he's he's been starting every right. game. Polly, who do you got? All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna pick for Wolves, and uh, I'm gonna try to play in the uh, the shallow end. You guys have budget theoretically to play in the deep oh, end. Fair. You're, play, you're playing in your uh, you're playing in your league. Yeah. You're I'm playing where you are myself a little bit and go. <laughs> I like that. These it's are certainly not creative. players. I think Wolves could, can afford. You also have to consider right. like yeah whether they can whether they can come to your team yeah. and fit in the, in the structure. Point. Yeah, well, that's what I was going with. I, I thought know. it was a la carte. Go nuts. Well, you're like Manchester United. I guess of course it is. What do we say? I wish they had Harry. You've been doing that for years, but it still doesn't matter. You're still doing shit. From the back. And I think you gotta respect the fact that they've they've got some solidity back there. Agreed. Um, they do. Their defense is really good, isn't it? If I was really smart, I would say we get another center back for cover, so that they have depth there. But that's not what the game is. I feel like an immediate impact to the starting eleven. Uh, from what I can see, they have a really strong left back, Doherty. I think Doherty, it is. amazing. Yeah. Seems like he's playing really well. Uh, I think the right back situation could probably be improved. Uh, I look at the players uh, that I think. They can't afford, but theoretically for this conversation, maybe I can pretend like they could and say Nathaniel Klein feels like a very opportunistic update to the right-back situation. He's on the market. And he's on the that's market. A good, that's a good shout, actually. On that's the very market. Good shout, yeah. Gomez. You also, add, you also add a lot of experience there with Nathaniel Klein. He's played in the Premier League for, for a few, few years now. and mm-hmm. The young team like Wolves who are yep. coming through, you know, yep. that's, a, that's a good shout. Were any of you shocked by how good Gomez was on the weekend? It was brilliant. Like, Klein. Pick a team because you're gone. That kid is that is that is his right back yeah, spot. He's, right he's, now. he's earned it for sure. Trent Alexander Arnold, another brilliant player, yeah. is cemented to that right back spot. I don't know. Gomez looked amazing. Gomez is really good, but Arnold takes the free kicks. He takes the corners. Like he adds so much. They got more. some depth in that is in the third spot on that squad. Yeah. That's a oh, great yeah, pick, and he's, he's a good, show. Pl- and he's a good player. Yeah. He's a good player. Yeah. yeah. And again, um, experience it matters in a yeah, young team like that who's new to the Premier League. I think he might go to pick. You got him. Yeah. We're gonna start getting a little bit more nutty uh, as I go through the midfield I I think a Wilfred Zaha on this team would be very exciting just a dynamic player playing on the left wing they also could use that go, like a like a forward you yes. could also play yeah. forward because it seems like that's where I see a lot of opportunities burned uh, for the Wolves uh, front one or two depending on how they play the day yeah they could probably yeah. be winning games 2 or 3 nil with a I guy mean, like Zaha I really like the right? pace uh, rather than 1 nil every fucking game yeah, yeah. And, I, and I think he would have the kind of players surrounding him that would put him in dangerous positions as opposed to did you to, skip the midfielder or is that no, your that midfielder? Is midfielder. Four midfield oh. as, a, as a left winger what's up with Toure always coming up with the bench and then he just tears it up when he comes on yeah I don't know it's a good I, question because I think he just needs to attack defenders who have been running around Tired for a while. That's a strategy. He's so good better. on the ball. He <laughs> looks nice when he comes on. I don't think he could do that for 90 minutes. Yeah, probably, no, probably right. like, I don't think any team trusts him for 90 minutes. Like, you I can't don't... start for fucking Wolves, but you're like former superstar potential at Barcelona. 
You don't have that. Like, yeah. I don't think he's a structured footballer there. either. I think the whole thing is when he gets on, give him the ball and let him run at players. Yeah. I don't know if he's the guy that's buying into the system over there. I yeah. think Paulie's right. I think you throw him on. He does one thing. That's And he does yeah. it well. Yeah. Yeah. So. Really well. Like, one of the best on the planet at taking yeah. players on. scary when he <laughs> yeah. does that, Just guys. A yeah. weird thing to do really well, but not be able to start. So you think He also Zaha. can't do it for really so well. So I would for, say Zaha. Yeah. A long Zaha, I think Zaha fits into that system they've got right now. Zaha, I think, certainly doesn't hurt that system. Yeah. He probably doesn't work as hard up and down the way. I think he could lose something from him being there potentially just with... He gives away the ball a ton. He gives away the ball a lot but also this over... Like he wants the ball a Constantly. lot and then gives it away. Sure. You know what I mean? So but that no, could become problematic a little bit. as well, yeah. which I don't like. Honestly, as I go through this... The issue yeah, we're, just gonna, we're just going to counter it a little bit. Talented <laughs> player, no denying that. Yeah. It seems like their midfield is really well run right now and I don't yeah. really know what I'd be fixing because uh, certainly the heart of the midfield, I wouldn't touch that like, Agreed. I would, there's no real opportunity to impress a change on that. Whereas, who couldn't use Zaha? That's true. Like I everybody, could, especially when you're struggling to score, they're winning one nothing constantly. Like, yeah. I give them Zaha. He'll work out for them. Get you a couple more goals. You know what the problem goals. is, though, and then like, if I went forward, yeah. And again, I'm playing in the world of ah, you may be able to maybe get I this can guy, get that guy, Charlie Austin. It's a good shout, Charlie Austin, because. They need a guy who's composed and can score. Yeah, they have some hustle players up there as strikers right now. And who, I think who do they have up top right now? I forget who. Oh, is. names I can't pronounce. Yeah, ever. oh, Jimenez. Jimenez. Oh, Jimenez. He's a couple, starting striker. Portuguese who can't guys, finish right? for shit. Great player, but he's not great at finishing. And you need somebody. Gets if they're going to create. If you're going to create that much, you need somebody who's going to put it back in the yeah. net. And I like Charlie. I, 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 I like. Charlie I like Charlie Austin, Austin as well. I think you get more bang for your buck than him. I think. I think. Well, now here's what I maybe you could because Wolves are on the up and up. I think you might have a better for Paul would have been fantastic. Yeah, I think that could have worked as well. And the thing with Zaha, not to go back to it, but CP, Crystal That's Palace. Arnautovic, yeah. Arnautovic I spent all my money expensive. on Zaha. Crystal Palace, <laughs> he was, they, they were shopping him it's a like football little. manager here. We go. They, they had like a $75 million price tag on him in no, the no. summer. Oh, no. Wilfred Zaha. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was like Spurs were looking at People were making phone calls. Yeah, I know. 75 mil. He's not a 75 mil. No, he isn't. 35, maybe? I know. In the market we're in. 40, 40 to 50. Oh, he's not that 50, Five is such a difference. I don't know. <laughs> Polarizing player for me. Yeah, yeah. It can be deadly at times. I think it depends for him to be the level that he seems to think he should be at. He needs to be in a system that that, that suits his, the way he One plays. thing I'll say about Wolves, though, they're a very well-run club. They, oh, they do are. have a little bit of money, but the, the money that all of these teams get just for staying up they could afford to spend $75, $80 million in the market this summer. Yeah. Not a problem. Two or Wolves? three players? Yes. Yeah, Wolves are going to be a selling team as well. Like, They'll be a selling team, I don't too. Wanna, no, I they're going to lose some of their big players. Yeah. I do, though, because honestly, I think the guys they've got there, no one's fully ready-made there. Like you, Everyone's looking at Ruben Neves, fantastic player. Neves will be gone. Give him, no, give him a couple seasons there. And I don't you, you think, say give him a couple seasons. I don't think they'll be <laughs> the looking money, to let go talks, of him man. so quickly. The ownership group includes an agent to a lot of these players. Yeah, like They're there to like showcase some talent. They're going to make some money. I don't know. I think he stays for one more, depending on how good they are. Like, where where are Spurs finished? I'm sorry. But he's not even the 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 only player. Like, there's so many players that aren't even, like, household names yet there that are still in the shop window. That Doherty kid. They went there to a championship level team yeah, to say, promoted hey. to Premier League mm-hmm. to be a showcase player. I'm here. Like Bali, yeah, the yeah. center back Bali. Yeah. Like he's too good to be a, a, on a team that's just getting promoted. Like there's there's a fair amount of talent there outside of the keeper and the midfield and like a lot of guys that are obviously playing below their weight class. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's true. Well, here's the thing. What if they slip into the old Europa League? Are they still selling? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. I think you. I think you have to be selling and then buying. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't think that's a. I don't think that's a good thing. Selling and buying, and I think they also. I don't think so either, just because the fixtures on the. Yeah, look what happened to Burnley. Oh yeah, I mean, but it's not like they're they're not going to all of a sudden lose this reputation as being a team that you want to go play for Mm -hmm. if you want to be noticed. If they're well managed, yeah, and they're and they're and they've in the you know they're they're playing well, they've got a good style of football. They're gonna they're gonna get up bringing in other players. It's kind of similar to Southampton in a way where they were able to kind of keep bringing in except there's players of legitimately another level telling like their clients like go play for a couple years at Wolves. Get on uh, national broadcast in England. Get noticed instead of just like yep. shitty little YouTube clips. Get professional YouTube clips. Yeah, yeah. And 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 get sold for way more. Up your brand and, a and little bit. In the meantime, bit, play good and... football for a great manager mm-hmm. in a, in the world's best league. Yeah. Like, that's a yeah. great offer. It's true. It's true. Yeah, we'll have to yeah. keep an eye on it's that one. But some good picks there. It's a good show. All right. Well, let's move on to the next uh, topic of the day, gentlemen. The best. Kit. I'm gonna throw this out this year. On the heels of, uh, <laughs> Arsenal signs that. Okay, okay, wait. I gotta add to it. Also, worst kit this year. Okay, so. I could think we could have one in each category where one will pick the best this particular kit, and the other person might pick it as the worst. Okay, so we have to kind of have to look at them as well. I need to see them because I, 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 you know, you know how it is. Yeah, like, you're flicking through your phones. Yeah, of oh, course. So boy, on the heels, do you remember that. what every like? Home, the, okay, so it's got to be home, home kit. Why? Any kit. I was going to fill any, conversation. Okay, what do you think? Kit. Fill it. So any I, kit. I'm just going to talk why we're talking about this while you're desperate. It's called filler, guys. I'm going to be okay, filling yeah, the airwaves. <laughs> this is on the heels of the £300 million, uh, pound, I believe, uh, deal between Adidas and Arsenal to replace Puma. When did that come into play? Just a couple days ago. Yeah. Which is... If I'm an Arsenal fan, I'm shouting for joy because, frankly, Puma do shit jerseys. Agreed. You will never that kit watch they are wearing right now jerseys. looks fucking painted on. It's really painted on for like awful. last two or three years, and there I've never go. seen jerseys rip more than these Puma Arsenal kits. They're they're coming off bodies, and it's not even like they're being grabbed at. It's like Welbeck flexes a muscle, and the back explodes. <laughs> all yeah. Have you seen Arsenal's third kit? I have. Yeah, that could be a, a front runner for yeah. shit. Yeah. You it's don't like that? Ugly shit. That's not that bad. It's, oh, I, it's almost it's, near identical to something that Barcelona wore. You know what's ago. bad about it? It's the shape of it. It's how it fits them. It just doesn't look confident. They don't look confident wearing it. Yeah. And if you're wearing a kit in this league, it's got to like, you got to put it on and feel like, oh, this yeah. is my club. I'm going to wear this with pride. You know, and they just don't. I love some of these. Uh, kit unveiling photo shoots that they do it's like get the player and have him in a room okay I get that get the player and have him in the back alley posing like he's like getting ready for a fight like what with the track pants I don't understand this is too cool for me to understand what's happening I know I agree okay so how do you want to do this so I'll throw out my favorite because I have an answer okay uh, I'm in love with the uh, the ice pink Man United jersey this year. Oh yeah, God. ice pink that's specifically. That's because that's what it's called. Yeah. Uh, it's that's it's, your favorite. Are we ins- doing favorites first? That's my favorite. That's what I'm going first. Let's do favorites. And it's and then inspired let's do worst. favorites and worst. Okay. It's inspired by the uh, the football magazine that was published uh, well before our time. That's a it's a fixture of the football world apparently in the UK, uh, and it was published on like a, a like a lightly pink paper stock. Uh, God knows why. Uh, I, I like when the when the the design story has a bit of an inspiration behind it, and it's not just something that looks cool. Um, I don't necessarily love it when they start over explaining things, and it's like this is this is silly. Like when United yeah. wore uh, Argyle one year, or oh, I remember Buffalo that. check. It was like that. What does that have to do with anything? I know it was a bit. It was a bit much. I like the way this looks. Uh, I'm a big fan when they wear the uh, the black shorts with it with the pink yes. lines. That looks that looks awesome. 
for some reason when they wear the white shorts, it just throws everything off. I don't like it as much. I agree, and that I think that goes for all their their jerseys this year. Their kits, they just ugh. anything with the white shorts is a mess. Like I didn't like that home kit, but when they wear it with the black shorts, it looks sleek. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was in the same boat. It does matter the short. I mean, the Spurs are a good example of that too. Well, the, speaking of they which, they have their home kit, and then they've got the blue sort of thing down at the bottom of it. And if they wear blue shorts, it looks like they pulled their shorts up yeah. their fucking chest. Yeah, <laughs> it looks ridiculous. But their shirt with white with white shorts, it's like oh, they're, they're kind of alright. I don't yeah. mind that. You know? yeah. So it depends on on the full kit. Well, um, I would say for my favorite, their their Spurs away kit. Uh, there's something about a navy blue kit. Yeah, I'm a fan of the navy I blue. Love. I mean, I bought their navy blue away kit from last season. I love yeah. it. I don't love the kits this season, but I do. The, I like the third one is pretty cool. It's got With that the green. The green is it's got the a map of North London on it, and which I thought was pretty cool. I thought that was an ambitious detail, yeah. but it was one of those ones it looks where good, though it kind of adds a cool texture I, to it. I don't know. I it like looks it. hyper color esque to me on TV, but I think when you see it up close, it looks really cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's, it's one of those like. Yeah. What's more important, whether it looks good on TV, which probably shouldn't be the answer, or yeah. if it looks <laughs> cool like when you're wearing when you're it. Wearing uh, it yeah. the bar. So what's your favorite then, Conrad? Uh, I would say it's the Spurs win, but, but, it is uh, win, yeah. but I'm with Paul. It only is nice when they wear the dark color, dark blue it shorts. It matters. The, the when shorts they wear matter. the white, I hate it. It, it looks weird. It needs to match. Yeah. And that's, I think, a Nike thing this year. Nike's got this whole thing they're trying to do, but whenever you throw in the, the white shorts, I'm like, oh, nothing works there yeah. at all. Yeah. I've always liked Spurs. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm a navy blue guy, and I've always like the white and the navy blue, but uh, yeah. I would say the pink, the ice pink, was a is a close second for me though. Cool. So I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Wolves away kit as my favorite. Um, it's I'm like I'm, nice. an, I'm an Adidas guy. Get in there. I love I love Adidas I kits. Well. I think Adidas kits are brilliant. The Wolves away kit, it's white. Um, it's got the typical threes, uh, white with the black yeah. stripes on the shoulders. Yeah. What I love about it the most though is the W. Their sponsor, yeah, their sponsor looks like wolves. Yeah, oh, it's you know what I mean. So it's cool. Yeah. The sponsor looks like it's not just yeah, it there. Looks it looks like it's like part a of the element. whole thing. Yeah. I love that about it. So for me, it's not like oh, what's W eight oh eight? It's like Wolves eighty eight degrees or something. You know, like yeah. it kind of fits with the whole style of it. Rather you know than what? like this can work with both color shorts. This could work with <laughs> it does. Yeah. This could work with white yeah. and black. And shorts. black. Yeah, exactly. It's I really like it. I love a white kit. I've always loved like a white shirt. Is like my yeah. favorite. Most of my Spurs shirts I buy are white kits. So looking through all these kits, I think it's Adidas. It's classic Adidas with the yeah. with the black stripes yeah. and then the. W doesn't ruin the the kit for me. Yeah. Their logo with the yellow and the black, I think, adds to this. Really yeah, it's cool. Nice Pops thing. like a little. Uh, I'm, I'm going to give a shout out as well to the uh, the home orange kit for Wolves. It is. I was looking at that as my second favorite. Yeah. This is pretty no, tight. Sure. As well. They do have nice kits. Yeah, their kits are, do- yeah. are dope. Wolves, wolves are the wolves are surrounded us. I am uh, going to orange orange it up with a Neves jersey this year you for sure. Do it. That's they're, they're not. Cheap, I might wait until he goes to United and get a sale. All right, so let's start. Let's start with me then. We'll go around the other. Yeah, I think that's fair. Worst kit. Okay. And it's your guy's favorite. Fuck you. <laughs> or one of your favorite. I knew it. That pink ass thing. Ice. I'm going to say it. Ice. I said it previously before the pot. I'll say it again. It looks like somebody left like a fucking, like a red sock in the, or a red pair of underwear in the laundry and then washed it. It just looks, it looks shit. It, there's, it, it's supposed to be cool and it isn't. So fail. Anyway, go on, guys. Fail, fail for you, bud. That's an amazing it's kit. awful. There's I'm nothing going with the, uh, the Tottenham home jersey. <laughs> <laughs> my, uh, of, course you, of course you are. <laughs> my, my my real answer is, uh, I'm going to skip ahead. Uh, <laughs> ever, I, I, I've only seen it once on the field. I didn't even see like it online or like a photo of it. Or anything. Uh, but Everton played in this gray garbage jersey. Oh, the other day. Oh, yeah, I, I didn't it was awful. It's almost 
almost like you can't Holy see shit. them on the pitch. They all, mm-hmm. because, yeah, you know, the gray is kind of so they get washed out, and you're just like, like I, I've never bad, seen ugly. a gray jersey work out well. And every time I see a gray jersey on the field, I remember United bringing yeah. gray. It's not as bad half. as that pink jersey. And I take it off. No, it's not even close. My, so, mine I, is, I honestly uh, think that you uh, you're totally off the mark about the. Thing. Well, I mean. We have tastes. Right? Even it's if subjective. Saying, Nobody's off the mark. Even if you just dis- you just like it a lot, and I don't. If you want to like it or not like it, that's fine. If you want to think that the gray Everton jersey is better than the pink one for United, then it you're is. off your fucking mark. It is. It is. <laughs> <laughs> and this is why we have these discussions. All right, Conway, what do you Mine got? Mine is it's such an easy choice for me, and I vehemently hate it. Is the Chelsea home kit? It is. Disgusting. Really? These little lines of red. <laughs> it looks like a shitty training kit uh, that you would buy online for four pounds. And you know, I, I'll have to agree. Like, it isn't a great kit. I don't. I don't like it very it's much either. Terrible. Yokohama tires across the front of it. I don't again. have an issue with that. I do. I think it looks lines. terrible. I think the, the the logo doesn't look great on it. But I get what your lines. It looks sort of like eighties neon kind of. Oh, it's a cheese, training kit. Cheesy sort of thing going on. Traditionally, I think Chelsea have always had fantastic kits. Really nice. Again. I like that. It's Chelsea blue. with Nike, right? Like the yeah. Nike. Okay, like, can we just like within this sort of talking about shitty kits? Nike kits aren't very good. Adidas. You know? I'm an Adidas. They're kit. templates. They're, they're they, so they, yeah, basic. Like, That's right. Spurs. Spurs second kit. I think it's the second kit. Is the Barcelona training jersey? Hundred percent from last it year. It's yeah, like yeah. identical. Yeah. You can see them running beside each other in a picture. It's the fucking same jersey. Nike. Yeah, they recycle a lot. Yeah. Just they template everything. They'll take an international team and they'll put it into a club level yeah. team. International yeah. jerseys this year were all embarrassingly For me, it's like, just lazy. It's just lazy, man. Come on, yeah. like show. So, like, yeah. And if I and if it's if I'm the club, if I'm the club and I've hired this, you know, uh, pay, paying millions of dollars for sponsorship for that for they, they are, I'm going to say to them, hey guys, like let's work together and get the Best, yeah, best thing that we want that suits. That's why I kind of like the Spurs third kit because it is there is something interesting in it. Mm-hmm. At least it's got like you know some history there, and they're trying to do something with it. But the standard kits like this, that I mean, the stripes are actually kind of different. Do you, do, you, <laughs> but, do you like that? No, I don't. I did say they're different. At least like the other night kits don't even have that, but they all have the same thing at the back with the little with the little um, you know whatever the club's name is, the yeah, initials yeah. of the club in the top of the of the back of the thing, and it just all, they all look the same. They're all, when this the came Nike, out, Nike stuff I'm not a fan of. I thought it was a shitty training kit, and then someone was like, no, 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 that's, that's their home kit. That's their home kit. Yeah, I'm not a fan. I don't I'm like, like it. like, really? Uh, it's yeah. a good show. It's a good show. It's terrible. Yeah, there's other... Again, it's all subjective. Again, it is subjective. You know what I mean? It is. But let's all agree, Adidas are the best. 100%. Absolutely. When, like, the, ba- Absolutely. the basic a, thing that they bring every jersey are the stripes. Mm-hmm. The stripes make every jersey, like, I would quality. love it if Spurs have had Adidas as their sponsor. Everything I would buy related. everything they have I don't know, but in their guys, shop. I'd be like, oh, shit. My whole life, all I've ever wore was Adidas boots. I would not yeah. buy Nike once. Yeah, I tried Nikes once, uh, but I wear Adidas now. Different thing. Again, yeah. I pretty much wear Adidas almost everything I have is Adidas. So. You're a smart man. Yeah. Yeah, they have the best sales. Okay, so let's move on to the let's move on to the next topic, John. So if we're going to consider, let's think about players right now in the league who are done. Who's done? Who's done? Who's like, who's like, (sighs) fall fall from grace. You know, like we could, we could come up, we could make this a regular segment as the season goes on. We could, we could sort of put them in a room, you know, like call it something. This, it could be a manager, it could be a player. Sure. Who's who's done? I mean, the obvious one in the manager scenario is, is Jose Mourinho, yeah. but but let's let's go with players to start this. But let's let's think of this as sort of a who's done. I'll come up with a whole thing. Well, hold for on him. a second. Who's done <laughs> in the Premier League this year? Yeah. Or who's done for their team and they could stick around nope. for who's another year? Done in the Premier League. 
Well, it doesn't matter. Who's done? It's just a, it's a, it's a relevant to their situation. Let's be make it a little bit more vague. So as much as I love him, I think he's a wonderful footballer with massive skill. I think the speed and the physicality of the league has moved past one match as a player. But listen, as a footballer, skill and ability, I actually think he's one of the best players in the league. But he's a little guy who is not quick and he's not strong. And if you don't have those things, you cannot. Never mind playing the league. You definitely can't play in the top six side. Yeah. And he's creativity. Even if you give him the ball in the he middle. He was good when he came on, though. Oh, so <laughs> he good. He was one of your better players. He was. And that's the thing. I think he's a <laughs> great player. Good. But can yeah. he play against Chelsea for 90 minutes well, in the 10 no, role? No. He's also been playing out of position for the last yeah. couple of years, which is not his fault. Nope. But uh, I think because of those two key attributes, I think he might be done. Yeah, that's a good show. I could, that's fair. Paulie, what do you got? Uh, this is a fairly new realization. I I suspect that Maddich might not be the defensive midfield player that any team looking to succeed in this. Did this... I? Did, sorry to interrupt you, but did I see something uh, on the interwebs in the last few hours that Maddich is is out for like the next while? No, I think what you saw was he took himself out of selection for the Serbian national oh, team. Remember, okay. I talked about international okay. break and Maddich was hurt and they still played him. Right. This so time, in this scenario, they're avoiding hurt, that? Okay. But he's like, he's he's basically saying, my back, my, like he's giving him a laundry list of things that are so like, I can't not play. Quite right? I can't play. So I think he's been playing through an injury and, uh, and he's, and he's and maybe looked like it, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, Can we agree that he was the worst United player in that game on yeah, Saturday? Yeah. By, yeah. by far. Yeah. yeah. And it was a problem. I want to make it very clear that I'm not reacting to that performance. Yeah. I've had question marks since the start of the season because it seems like the defensive midfield that's that's working for all the clubs that are working at a high level now is no longer the big man who can block the ball with his body cycle play player anymore they're quicker Conte or mini Contes running around the pitch intercepting balls positions changed and, and capable of taking the ball and moving the ball up the field quickly yeah Maddich is great at certain things but the things that United need him to be better at he doesn't have him too slow he's too slow he's too slow with his body movement which is one thing and if he was better at moving the ball quickly and and picking out a pass I'd be like okay I can look past that but he's slow with the ball we're not moving the ball quickly when the ball's at his feet it's he gets the ball and then it goes to somebody else and then we attack I don't know if it's age or injury but he he was quick at Chelsea he's getting older he's getting older he had uh, he did have a World Cup yeah. yeah, and, and the then injuries. He, then right? he had okay. surgery on his abs. You're right, you know, which is a big deal. And then it, it could be a recovery thing. It could be that he's he's just building himself back up to full fitness. He might be playing through injuries. Yeah, um, he's the kind of guy that will run through a brick wall with a broken yeah. ankle for Mourinho, and that might be what's going on right yeah. now. Yeah, but I just feel like for United to start to turn the corner and, and improve upon the, the field, one of the things I'm constantly looking at is the slowness of our midfield from a defensive standpoint. And looking at, like, if you watch uh, Chelsea last year, if if you watch Leicester even, the the guys running around in front of the back four are running around in front of the back four. Oh, yeah. Like, their proper protection, he's not doing that. No. And last game, he fucking looked lazy. One of the goals from a throw-in looked like he was just lazily just kicking it up. Just not doing much I, of it. That's a good shout as well. Who so I'm going to kind of stick with the, uh, the sort of you know your own club probably better than the other clubs. To, and I'm gonna, It is a Spurs player. I actually have two on the chopping block, but I'm going to pick one over the other um, because of the quality of the player. Uh, and I'm only going to tell you the one because I don't want to ruin it. 
for you guys. <laughs> uh, Musa Sissoko is done. Oh, yeah. He's still there? Done. Oh, he yeah. fucking done. Come on. Bad signing. Save us for the grief. Yeah. That's, oh, the, that's the World Cup. He I, keeps getting in the side, though. I don't understand it. What he Pochettino's really does. Thinking. It's very strange to me. Very strange. The other player that was the other Musa, and I. Debele? Yeah, I you think he's done? His body is done. He might be right. He's got the same thing that Manich has got right now. Worse. Worse. Where they were slow, they were never quick, they were just really good on the ball. But Dembele and, could run through players. And, and, and like, so could Natich. They're both immensely takes, physical. But all yeah. it takes is like a 5% dip in their, in yeah, their, their body lose, strength lose or the their quality. form, and yeah. all of a sudden that 5% is, is they're no longer useful. Yeah. It's not a massive decline. It's not like. It's enough, though, that they lose who they are as a player. Yeah. It's like Ryan Giggs lost pace. He changed the way he played so that he, he, he could do other things because he had other attributes, other gifts. Yeah. Yeah. These guys were powerhouses who lost the power and can no longer apply the other things they were good at. Yeah, he's I not know. like I agree. It's like, a he's, sad, sad thing. Yeah, because he's he so silky so smooth. Yeah. But I've seen yeah. when they're good, they're real oh, good. Man, yeah. but yeah, we we get them maybe sixty percent of games, and I think that was last season. Even maybe sixty five percent of the games, we we get them at the level you'd want them at, or even close to it. This season, he's injured again, and he's probably been he's probably had two good two good games this season so far. I had the best show for so this category sad. ever up until this past weekend, and he totally ruined it, which was Ross Barkley. Yeah. Got oh, yeah. a goal and an assist. I don't know if he's been given enough of a chance to be to, to be yeah. in that category. Because you're talking about a player who at least played enough to be done. I think he's buckling down. I, I can see him like, being... He's young still, right? Like He has a chance to be to still be good. Well, who else could you put in this so category? you got to look at a player who's done. Who like they've, they've uh, You could put like Leighton Baines in it, for instance. Who... He's still good. Yeah, but he's mm, he's, he's kind of done. Right? Like, he starts every game, and he, I don't ever see him play bad in his yeah, position. He, he he's starting to play a little shaky. He doesn't really. Yeah, he doesn't look that good. Well, to he's got to be in his early thirties yeah, now. That's why he's done. Yeah, MLS done. Found. Done. Enjoy Great. playing for David Beckham. Tell you what, one of the best left backs to ever play. He in was the incredible. Prime. He was incredible. Seriously, his his delivery, his free kicks. He was he was. So fantastic. let's keep let's keep jumping around on a few more on this one. Well, let's save it. Let's save it for each week. Oh, I like that. It's a week. It's a it's a it's a it's weekly. an international break, man. If you got something else to say, just say. It. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Predicting games. <laughs> Where are you guys That's on fair. Sesc Fabregas? Oh, he was on my list as well. Oh, I was God. looking at, through him and I'm like, Fab- I think he's done as well. Oh, here's another. I mean, one. he's had a massive career. Jack Wilshire. Yeah. Did he Jack ever injured again? Yes. When is yeah. he not? Did he ever get started? Wilshire. Yeah. Uh, if I went to Fabregas, um, Fab. He's he's not going to play every game in the Premier League. He's, he's playing some he's of the done. other games. He, his passing, his yeah, his numbers are impressive, and some of the things he's saying about um, his manager or like he. It sounds like he's found his passion for the game again because this manager has brought that out of him. Mm. I think he's okay with playing a diminished role. Well, I he think, has to be. He's what thirty four now. Yeah, yeah. But I think a couple of injuries to that midfield, he's back into that squad. And I mean, he could do what Barkley's doing without the pace. Jorginho is not running around. Well, not, or or not, what Jorginho is doing. He's not intercepting balls. Jorginho gets one or two Neither knocks or needs a break. Fabregas, Fabregas can play that position. So I still, I still right. think Oh, you're has, saying like they're like for life if somebody team. gets injured, yeah. he's not going to. I think transform his game a little bit, go deeper. Yeah, he yeah, can play yeah, a little yeah, bit deeper. He was right? playing deeper with Mourinho. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. He totally was. Because he's always been kind of right around like a playmaker setting up goals and stuff. But I could He's a little further forward than you. He's also getting older now, too. He is. If we're being fair. Um, Last one for me, Morata. Does he play in the Premier League next year? I don't think he's done, though. I don't think he fits into the done category. He plays on Wolves, and he's fucking amazing. He... 
No. Like, would that I don't be know. No. I, I, maybe. It's maybe. done. In, it's done in a different way. But yeah, I don't see. I that. mean, if you're thinking about a player, a who Premier can, League team buying him. Yeah. If you think about a player like who's supposedly of the quality that he's supposedly at, which he's never reached. He's never reached at Real Madrid. Yeah. He's come to Chelsea. He hasn't reached it at Chelsea. He's playing in teams that have been had much better players around him. If he goes to a team like Wolves, where he probably fits with the level that they're at, which is quality, but they're all kind of like at a similar level. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's a little bit of that delivery he's going to get. Yeah. There's a little bit more of the ball he's going to see. I'm, I can see him going to a side like that. I think it would work well. I'm for him. still suspicious that Murata. I don't think he's done yet. Gets bought by a team that's already had him and knows what he's capable of. Juventus. Juventus. I, I, so I said Juventus before, but even Forgot, yeah, was a Juventus even Real Madrid. I mean, he's played at big clubs and is well, he was good at Juventus, but even at Real Madrid, Real yeah. when he I can played. see Real saying, you know what, like decent what, though. It, it's yeah. not it's not a bet for them. It's not a gamble for them. They know who they're getting. They know who they're getting, yeah. and he is so good. He just has this real hard time in in the London scene. He struggles and with I, confidence. I think a change of scenery would help him a lot. I think surrounded by Spanish players speaking Spanish, oh, like yeah, a yeah game, I think it makes a difference. All of a sudden, he's banging in goals, or go back to Turin been, and having like yeah. a, a slower, a, a slower. I think a slower paced game is what's and game. less physical. Yeah. I mean, I think that's the thing about him. He's slight. He's not a big guy. He, he's quick though. He's quick, but he needed to get he needed to get like stronger. bulkier and stronger yeah. when he was younger to fit into the Premier League as a striker to play, to, especially in a Chelsea team to to play at that level. Uh, you have to be really, really strong, and he just isn't enough. He just gets knocked off the ball. Yeah. We'll have to keep an eye on it. Yeah, I can't wait till I can add Ashley Young to this list. I won't do that yet. You could kind of I won't throw do it him yet. on there. I'm now. not going to do it yet. <laughs> would, you, would you put Antonio Valencia <laughs> onto it right now? I'm not going to do that yet. No. Yeah, they're okay. both on the cusp, though. They're on the cusp. You're goddamn right. They're they both are. on the cusp. I would actually put. I would probably put Young on that list. I probably would. I think because I think he got Shaw Shaw in the position that he's supposed to be playing in, or at least that he he has a chance to play in, which would be left back. Yeah. Not to say that he's a left back, but that's where he kind of reestablished himself as yeah. a player. That's gone for him now. Shaw's unless Shaw gets injured. Which is, I guess, is actually still seeing fairly regular minutes for a guy his age when playing time yeah, but should be diminishing. Probably now because of Mourinho, not because of the quality. Him on the right, though, you know what I mean. That's like, what I mean. It's a Mourinho decision, not a something not, to keep an eye. Thirty-three. And yeah. To be a fullback who's, who's supposed done. to get up and down the field at thirty-three, yeah. to no fault of his own. He's done. Maybe he would be a good MLS kind of move. Oh yeah, for sure. I like this. Bit, See him by the way. In, uh, and, and <laughs> Rooney playing. He's one of those guys where I think he he stays for longer than you probably should if you were just there to play. Yeah. But he's like a character in the room. Mm-hmm. He's been around the league. I think that's he's, a big part he's about it. He's a great it, right? professional. These are kids. That's why Josie. Likes. He's the guy who like is the man in the room. And is setting the tone, and, and I think that's like an intangible that we kind of forget. Like these are mm-hmm. these are children who need to have an they need adult a, in the room. A pat on the and back. I think, uh, so I think Wayne Rooney said something to that effect: is like it's a very young team. They're yeah. not, they don't know. Like when he was young, he could look around the room and see. There was all an the, identity all the there, and he knew who yeah. to go to to talk yeah. to about something. So looking around that room, it's like who do you see? That's a man in the room. It's like fucking Ashley Young. Yeah, it's like, well, I guess we got to keep him. Yeah. Who's your backup striker? And I apologize for getting his name. The Dutch guy. Oh, you Vincent Janssen? How is he not number one he, on everyone's list? He's come back. He's, what do you mean he's come back? No, no, he's back come, from where? He's back from injury. He had he just had a, a serious uh, operation. To do what? Watch Harry Kane score goals all he season? Had a ser- he just had a serious operation. I think it was on his ankle, or I forget what it was, but he, he's been out. He didn't even get a squad number this season. Oh, that's right. He didn't get a squad wow. number. Because they knew he was going to be out like six, seven months. That's like a slap in the face with a dick. I We're mean, not going to give you a squad number. He, he They knew he'd be out injured that long. So will he not play it all this year? Probably not. 
he's done even if he's healthy though probably yeah yeah, yeah. I'm gonna throw one last in the name because mm-hmm. we're, we're rambling on uh, Christensen Chelsea that Whoa. that kid 22 years old he's done already I, I think you kidding if I'm him I'm done at Chelsea he barely plays he barely plays and he's yeah but him it. being done at Chelsea isn't a player that's done now we're like tweaking the, the meaning of this situation a little bit he's done in the Premier League you I don't think? know about that. I don't think I don't so. Know about I think that. he. Could, I think he could go to like as the, at his age. I don't think Chelsea he could go to any any mid table team and, and be and be. Uh, I think he's quality. good, but he's a good defender. I, I think know he, he, is. he goes outside of the league. You think he'll go, you'll go yeah, to yeah, Liga yeah. or something totally. like that. Yeah. I mean, he is a quality player. I'm surprised he isn't getting any minutes at all. But I guess, like, I could their... see United looking at him and saying he fills a lot of our. Uh, is our Louise needs right is now. Louise taking they his, win his minutes? Is they play on the same side of us? And Rudiger. I know, but who plays on the who plays on that side of the midfield? It was, it was, it was Cahill last year, was it not? Who well, was no, flip between Cahill didn't get a lot of minutes last year. Uh, Cri- Christensen got a lot of minutes last year. He got a lot of. He's he twenty two, he and he's broken into that team two year or two, two. Every team he's been loaned out to, or he's come back to play in, he has broken into where the was, starting line. Who's he loaned out from? Where was it? Can't remember. It wasn't that impressive. It was a low level, lower team. level team. Uh, but he was one of the better defenders last year. Right. Like when Conte started playing him, he was one of the better defenders in the league. And I he know. was a kid. I know. I, Everybody he, was picking him up, saying he how is publicly. Like he is publicly saying that United could use him. In. He doesn't Fuck see no. himself. <laughs> he's publicly saying. He doesn't see himself being patient to break back into a team. He's already broken back in. Like he's broken so into. He's it. done it already. He doesn't want to do it again. He is publicly saying, "If I'm not going to get selection soon, I'm not going to be patient to get playing time. Yeah. I'm 22. I need to be. Playing. I need to be playing. And I, I know play. I totally fair, which is fair. So maybe so a January I, move. I think. I think for him, he's probably the most done of the guys we've been talking about because I can see a January move being pushed. Yeah, and I, I see there being a buying market. For, I don't know if for him. I don't know if transfers count as done. Let's clarify that definition a little bit. And I think it, it counts. Help. No, well, I think it's it'll... a transfer out of the league, though. Do you mean do, you mean done quality wise? I as think a done, yeah. When you're like he's done, like you know what I mean. Like he's just doesn't. So have is it left. done in your situation or done as just a player? Doesn't because have anything. I think doesn't have anything left. Juan Mata I mean, goes to can... like a Napoli or goes to Inter Milan. Done. It is phenomenal. He's not going to be phenomenal. Yes, he he's will. too old for that. Come we're... on, <laughs> we can define. All right, we'll allow it to define itself as the as it goes on. But to me, our show, we define it anyway. To me, to me, done means like done. Promising career ahead of him. Long time ahead of him. Yeah, see, that doesn't he mean is, done to me. He is done in the Premier League. How can you call somebody done when they have a long career? He is done. <laughs> done means no career watch, left. Watch, watch, watch the You're sentence done. structure. The sentence Gabble. structure of the statement. He is done in the Premier League. Yeah. See how the word done was used in that sentence? Yeah. I don't know. But, That's how you use the word done. Know. There could be, I'd take it, like you said, I'd take him at United more, right now. Yeah. I don't think they'll sell to, to a, a rival. I think a mid-table, mid-table Premier League would take him space. in a second. I don't think he'd go there. All right. Okay. All right. Uh, so okay. Well, there's some. There was some. Um, uh, the fucking Ballon d'Or. Did you guys see this shit? Ballon I know. I think, Salah's, I think Salah is going to win the Ballon d'Or. <laughs> it's like a very Jerry Seinfeld. What's the deal? <laughs> What's the, the deal with the Ballon d'Or? Do you see this? Well, it's, it's a bit of a fair question, though, isn't I it? Mean, what is a Ballon d'Or? What is a Ballon d'Or? Is it like a balloon and a door? What is that? This happens every year, though, if you think about it. The whole the list comes out, and everyone freaks out, and it's like, oh, I can't believe this person's on the list, and this person isn't. Who did, Who gives a shit? It's who's going to win it this year? going to win it every year is up it? until this year. Is it Messi Ronaldo? I think Salah wins it this year. You think Salah's Salah? gonna win it? He's the favorite to win it heavily right now. Is he? Yes. Why? Because of the season he had last year. 
<sighs> I think it should be messy I mean, I guess all every fair. year. Like, honestly, if you look at something Messi, Messi's Messi statistics, he probably should win it. World. Ronaldo's got a good shot. He won the Champions League again. Yeah, but he's, he are, we count, goals. are we counting... Like, when, does the Ballon d'Or only count at last season? This season that we started in has Do, no impact. No impact on it. On it. Okay, yeah. so yeah, I, I got to rethink that a little. bit. I can see Salah winning, and I don't know if I had that much of a problem with it. He lit up the league. Yeah, I could see him winning it as and well. If that's Champions the case. League, he did really well. They yeah. went to the final. That was he was a big part of why they went there. A big part of why they lost. It's just it's one of those weird things where if he wins it, I'll always have this mental asterisk of. Yeah, but you weren't the best player. And you also didn't win anything. That's my asterisk. Like, you didn't win anything. Ballon d'Or is huge for winning stuff. Fabio Cannavaro won it in the there. year Italy won the World Cup, and I'm like, Fabio Cannavaro, great defender. There's like 10 other better players. Yeah, when's the, the last time a defender won the, won the Ballon d'Or? Fabio Cannavaro. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, And he was great. So in the rare. Cup. But those international tournaments, and you also need to factor in... We World had an Cup. international tournament. World Cup. All right, so if there's a player in the World Cup who should be, you know, given a shout uh, for the Ballon d'Or. So you know who it would be? Mbappe. No, it wouldn't. Luka Modric? Luka Modric, and I believe oh, yeah. he will be shortlisted. He must be. I mean, he did win the uh, whatever that stupid yeah, other award show. he will be considered. <laughs> he, should be, he should be in there for a shout. But what about, what about a, t- a player from France since they did win the World Cup? Who would you give it to? I'm, that's what I'm asking. Mbappe. N'Golo Kante. Mbappe. Mbappe's so good. But is he Mbappe's gonna, the only contender Hugo, for Hugo Lloris is on the Mbappe list. I don't think like, he deserves it by any means. I just, he's forget. on the list. Yeah. It's, but Mbappe had like 12 goals. In the that's like it's an honor year. to be nominated. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Captain it, of the side that won the Mbappe had like 12 World goals. Cup. Cavani had like 40-something. Mbappe gets the under-21 Ballon For sure he does. Is so there an under-21 Ballon Yeah, they just are. Oh, good. And he walks away with that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But I mean, it's—is it not? I think one of the big two is not going to be in the shortlist. It's either going to be Messi or Ronaldo. We're going to be booted. Who had a better World Cup? Ronaldo. Ronaldo had a better World Cup. Ronaldo's had it. Like when it comes to international tournaments, he carries He's Portugal. Been a better every time, international so. player than Messi. I will always go back to what Ferguson scored said that about Ronaldo. Ferguson's claim to Ronaldo Messi argument is that they're both fantastic players. But Messi plays on teams that are built around him and are talented. Ronaldo plays on teams that are built around him that aren't necessarily talented. And he still gets it done. And he still gets he it does. done. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a fair shout, but I also think that there's a natural ability that Messi has that he, Ronaldo had to work really, really hard to get to the level that he's and at. Still like, does. train, 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 train. Messi kind of is just, he was just born with natural. it. Yeah, he just kind of like, he, he just walks out and he does this shit and you're just like, Jesus. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, just so smooth. silky and smooth and beautiful. And and, and it's just, what you, what do you appreciate? And I appreciate both, to be fair. Um, but I think there's something for me to be said about like being born with it and it just being in you and just being able to do what he does with the ball. It's just incredible. There for me, he's the best player in the world. Have you considered maybe it's Maybelline? No. Maybe she's born with it. <laughs> no, maybe haven't. That's a really, really bad job. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but here's the thing. He will have an asterisk right next to his name on his career. Never won that World Cup. he doesn't win anything with... Uh, well, internationally with Argentina. Yeah. yeah. Like anything. Got to the final. With, with Got to the really final. Really talented players. <laughs> Got to the final. Asterisks. And I mean, what, I mean, they lost in extra time, but he really needed to win that tournament to be... To cement himself. I, I do agree. Is he the GOAT? Who's the goat? Including, including, um, uh, you know, Maradona and Pele. And it's hard. I mean, I, I would say it's messy, but he doesn't have an international tournament. But you just said that. So, who's the goat? Who's the greatest of all time? Who, who is? I still in... think it's messy. Yeah, he's so good. Yeah, I think so too. But Mar- people will tell you Maradona. But I think people will tell you Pele. 
Well, they were on way better teams when they won World Cup. You got to look at what they did in in in, in their club football as well. Like Maradona it has, it was incredible to, for Napoli. He took yeah, he, Maradona. Well, that's was going to say Maradona, but Pele. What did, I mean, he he didn't get he didn't come to Europe at all. I don't so. buy the yeah. Pele hype, but I know he was he's an incredible. He was player. incredible in this the things that he did in the leagues. I'm a big Zizou guy. He too. played it. He played it in New York, fucking Cosmos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Zidane for me, he's my still, favorite midfielder ever. Great I'm uniforms, by the way. New York Cosmos, good kit. Oh yeah. In the argument of best ever, you're a Cristiano guy. That's an easy argument to make. I, again, it's it's not it, it's not a scenario where I'm like, no way, man. It's kind of like, yeah, yeah, probably could go there too. Yeah. <laughs> I am also, they're that good. Won a major international. Yeah. I am also they're, they're a both that huge good. fan of the the point people sometimes make is like it's not over yet. Yeah, like, it's true. There could be a, like, who, this who? is maybe neck and neck right now, but there could be a pull away towards the end of their career where if Messi gets one injury, for example, and Ronaldo, like with his fucking... He could go in and win the World Cup. We all know he's taking some kind of like crazy, 38. like, <laughs> I don't know. Chinese secret drugs. Like, <laughs> like, how old is... Uh, they say he has, like, the body of a 22-year-old yeah. or some shit like how that. How old is Messi going to be? He is guaranteed on the forefront that, of stem cell research. The, the, he is yeah, injecting the thing some, about Ronaldo is he will high-tech last stuff in his body. Messi's going to be, what, 35 in the next World Cup? I think Ronaldo's around the same. I think their age is pretty... They're pretty close to exactly Ronaldo's the same. Ronaldo's going to be like 37. He'll be lucky to play in that tournament. Oh, Maybe. you're talking about the, when the world, the, the next World, world Cup comes. Not the Euro. I think he'll play in it. He'll play because it's Ronaldo. I think he'll play in it. It might be Messi. Look how fucking fit that guy is. It might be like but, not... But Ronaldo's in better condition than Messi. Yeah, but at what point is he going to be be able to continue... Sustain that. I don't know. I'm, so I'm, I'm only this is, partially. This joking. is why you said it should be a gene. Like, I'm he'll be partially like, joking, but I'm also know. fairly serious about this. Stem cell research stem cell that research. is not popular or even legal in a lot of the world that is starting to like develop in certain parts of the world. He's gonna be it. he's gonna be Chris, uh, CRISPR. Uh, if you listen to like people like I think Mel Gibson, you know, you know what CRISPR about, is? Mel, Mel Gibson talked about his I dad. Do. Mel Gibson so. took his dad to a stem cell, uh, probably Colombia or some country where it's forefront of stem cell research, and he talked about the regenerative powers of what will be this cutting edge new development. Yeah, and. The science kind of, I, I don't even understand it remotely, but basically it just regenerates a lot of the shit going on in your body. Yeah. There is no chance CRISPR. That's what that Cristiano Ronaldo oh, yeah. and his entourage did not even like that far off. I mean, didn't go and get that shit. It's not, a, it's not illegal. Like Nobody's testing you for it. Like it's just no, it's something being, you can it's get. It's being tested, though. There's being, being tested. Tri- trials being done. Regularly. But it's not like the people are we testing your urine. If you want. Nobody's testing urine to decide yeah. if you had stem cell like improvements or whatever that you yeah, call yeah. it. This. So I guarantee his body is in such great condition because he takes fucking care of it and yeah. he injects tons of money in it. He does. And the true. money comes from things like stem cell. Yeah, yeah. The same people that fucking created his baby in a lab. I think he'll last as long as Messi lasts. I don't and think it'll be do a scenario. He's gonna, he's gonna last despite long. the age. He I don't, do I don't any, see no, Messi doing that shit. Messi doesn't do any of that shit. I don't think Messi will do any of that shit, but Messi's three years younger than him, right? Or two yeah. years younger? So I think he'll have, I think two they'll, half, timing wise, they'll still probably yeah. be around the same. But yeah. Ronaldo's the freak of nature. For length of career, Ronaldo will have played for longer. But Messi, the thing about Messi is like, he could he could lose pace and you could still not touch the ball he could just his, move deeper into that midfield his, role. his ability his vision to recognize what's around him his football IQ is insane it's just crazy when it, when we when I watched Barcelona play Spurs I was just like yeah that's why oh, he's yeah. the best ever he's so just good. unreal just takes over a game nobody can touch him opens up the field completely in front of him and just makes things happen but you can't count out Ronaldo he's just so obsessed yeah 
Obsessed. He's obsessed. He's also obsessed with with being the best. That's what I mean. That's why I love that competition. I don't mean. I love that there's even a question there. I think it's great. His compete level is like borderline unhealthy. It's a bit. It's a bit crazy. Yeah. It's like, dude, you chill out a little bit. It's kind of an. I always think of it being like a. Apollo Creed was such a gifted boxer; it came natural to him, and he was just given everything. And that's messy, little tiny messy. Rocky, Apollo Rocky, 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 the ramble now, baby. Rocky had to work really hard to like learn the skill and like how to train. It's like crazy. And that's Ronaldo, and that's how he. Came okay, up. so I, to add to this, because this is going like to Rocky was this is probably going to come up. They both have kids about the same age. They both have yeah. boys about the same age. Do, are we having the same conversation? That's 20 a years stretch, from now? man. Come on. Why is it a stretch? Have you seen the two of them play? I know. I know Ronaldo's kids in the the Juventus team, and Ronaldo's kids. Mess, Messi's kid is amazing. Is as he well. really? Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> I'm just saying. Can you imagine genetics? Right? You just like the quality is going to be there if you're born with it. Like oh, yeah. if, if Messi was born with Ronaldo, I mean Ronaldo's born with it a little bit, but trained harder, but also trains his kid. Like if they're doing the same thing, yeah. But they've also both grown up, and in they like got the money of luxury. Though, but they got the which, money. To put but their that kids... will hinder them, though. I think no. They, they got their money to put their kids into the in the training sessions that they need to be in to get to the level they want to be at. I don't know. We'll see. Ronaldo's kid's favorite player. <laughs> Ronaldo's kid's favorite player is, Messi. is Lionel Messi. Is Messi? Yeah. Which I love. There was he a great moment when they when they when he met him. He introduced him to him, and then yeah, he's like he watches you on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> it does. It does raise a, a good drunken ramble question, though. It does. When's the last? Like, who's the last other than Schmeichel, which is the only one I can think of right now? The the lineage of a of a really talented father. Turning into a really talented. Oh, oh yeah, passing. I see what you're saying. Yeah, like yeah. It, it's, it's a fair show. I mean, hockey it happens, happens all the time. Hockey all the time. It Football does, yeah. happens all the time. Yeah, baseball happens. Basketball, uh, basketball sometimes happens. Sometimes. Oh, you, you mean American football? Yeah. It, Actual football, not that often. It doesn't right? happen in footy that often. I'm trying so to So Schmeichel's, uh, who else is there that you can... you can? Uh, oh, is an up-and-coming. The Justin Red, the red but, but not even Does like that he, count? He doesn't yeah, have that. Yeah, counts a bit. Is Harry a good player? I don't know if he's a good player, but he's a good manager. And so there's some lineage there. And then there's like, I mean, it got to translate a little bit. But like player to player, though. Uh, I mean, I don't know if is that we're only doing player to player because I, I know so. that there's you know Michael Bradley and Bob Bradley He's again coached a player right. I'm just saying there's lineage right. Like does it mm-hmm. get passed down in some way? It doesn't have to for me. It doesn't have to be a player. He's it could a be really good player whose dad was really good, other than Casper. Yeah, I, I can't, can't think of one. I'm really struggling with that. There's got to be one out there. Suddenly surprising. A good player whose dad was really good. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, because maybe, you maybe this is for the next pod. When we talked, Clivert, when we talked about Ronaldo and we talked about Messi, we we're talking about them being. Fucking in the event, like their walk on to the Juventus yeah. Academy. Um, the Beckham kids, that they had, they had like trials all over the place. One of and, them was, and, and they were, one of them was really serious at about Arsenal. It. Uh, uh, Brooklyn Beckham, yeah, was, nearly like, got there, right? He was on the fringe, and then he just realized I'm not that good. Yeah, yeah, I can't make it. Yeah, it's I'm, I'm, I'm right. My, I got a good last name. Yeah, but I think we assume that they would have all the benefits of the coaching and the money and mm-hmm. the time. And Sometimes the it happens. Yeah. Not enough, though. You need the, the skill, the ability, the mentality. Totally. Yeah. I think but the mentality is the key part because yeah. I think what happens, like you said, when you when you have all the money and you ha- you grow up in a way, you see these players who come out of like Brazil, they come out of uh, you know Argentina or wherever, the, where they're, they're, they grow up in a flavela and they're they're struggling and uh, to survive, and the the one thing they had that gives them joy is football. Oh, yeah. And they and they're kicking around it in these dirt with these like you know ball made or whatever they could make it of. That's how they come out. Uh, Gabriel Jesus is a good example of it. There's a, a place in uh, in uh, Rio de Janeiro where there's like mur- murals of him all over the walls and stuff. Yeah. And he was that kind of that player. Yeah. Like that. There's something that happens there. Yeah. That you're never. 
never going to get. It, it, it's the culture, right? It's okay, leave the mess. It's something you're never going to get if you if you uh, you know you have rich parents. Like I mean, you, you probably get other things, but like not. There's something that. Oh my God! That's I gotta get thing. out of this. That's I gotta get out of this. What am I gonna do? The messy Ronaldo. That's what case. I mean. That's what I mean. So I'm, I'm, I'm giving yeah. you that. I'm giving you that. I, and I think that's it's maybe, an interesting subject. Maybe the because, reasoning. Because I, I go back to like the North American sports, though. But that's not applicable. And and you gotta think the hunger and the application to become really good at your sport to the point where you can become a professional. That's gotta be. It's not like a guy who makes it in soccer has got more of that than the guy who makes it in football, but. It, it does seem like there's a real absence of players who have grown up from a family that probably had the comfort that came with being a professional football player. Yeah. But also, with that, I assume the access to the coaching, the systems, all those things that should be beneficial. But I can't think of one player who's done it. But then I think of, like, football. The Mannings are a great example. Their dad was, a, dad fucking was a great yeah. player. quarterback, yeah. and both sons are professional Hall of Fame football players, mm-hmm. and they're not the only family story in that I think there's a league. desire there. Hockey. I think there's a desire. Weird, though. There's, something, there's something going on in the sport of soccer yeah. where, like, but I'm, but I'm, where I, you're right. Like, I think it, it may be down, on an early it's age. It's the they only thing they, can, they have. Yeah. Whereas I think when you you see it in other sports, they you know they're surrounded by it. it's part of their family. There's three or four people in their family. It's kind of the thing their family does. Whereas in, if you're in a flavela in Brazil in Rio de Janeiro, and it's like the only way to get out of this, to get your family out of this, is to get really good at one thing. To play and the only out. one thing you can get good at right. is football. There's yeah. no oh I can become a this or I can become a that or I can go to school and get this educated. Is all I've got. And right. I have this support system that has the college football, then right. the university football, or whatever it is like where the where you can kind of build your way through it, it's just like I got this, I got that, this, and that's so it. So to be that good, you gotta you gotta go all in at a really, really, really young oh, age, yeah. yeah. And like it's the only way out, right? And, and I just don't think you see that structure. And see, this is important for me because I have a son, and now I, I'm, I'm starting to realize I should probably be less supportive when he gets older. Trying to get a parenting skills. Do whatever the, the dream. Do whatever the fuck you want, kid. You're, you're on your own. Hardship. <laughs> you're on your own. You're gonna be not the model because of this. <laughs> David Beckham is not the model of a dad who produces professional football yeah, players. Yeah, really, I'm trying to be a little yeah, bit like more yeah, distant yeah. here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna get a job now. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> it, man. We're gonna go. His story's gonna be: Daddy left me and mommy, but he left behind a soccer ball. I don't know why I'm on soccer else so much. To do. Yeah, I don't know what else. To do. He left me poor? videos of blackbirds. Hey, I mean, who are blackbirds? Hey, I don't know hey, what that is. Why were we poor for so many years? We did that for you, for you, <laughs> so you can be good at footy. Okay, get it together, son. Oh man. All right. I think on that note, gentlemen, we'll uh, we'll call it a night. But uh, good podcast. If you made it this far again, folks, thanks for listening. Uh, we will see you or hear you uh, next week. Cheers. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. This is the North End. This is the North End. This is the North End. This is the North End.